This is a Pod Dealers Network podcast. <laughs> what is this young brother's name? My man Boris Lucy. Boris what? Boris the Lucid. Okay. Yeah. Lucid. Okay. I got you, bro. I just got one. Just watch real quick. Give my man a proper time. Show him love for his new single, new video just dropped today. Ooh, album, video. Coming, album coming out later this summer. You know what I mean? My man is a phenomenal artist, man. And uh, you know, kid's gonna he's gonna blow, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, hey. he, he is gonna blow. He's gonna yeah, that, yeah. shit, that shit tough. Yeah, that was tough. Yeah, I banged yeah, with it, right? I, I, I'm a harsh critic on like unsigned artists or independent or people I don't know. Probably tough for real. Yeah, man. He, yeah, he he's he's gonna be the one. He's gonna be the one. And um, we could do our introductions. It is me. Number one, Scotland Underwood. Uh, coming in second, it is Solo, Nolo, Green. And this last but not least, the former champ but still a beast. You know, the still love his girl's ass fat mm-hmm. and the wings all flat. Mm-hmm. Woo! Mm-hmm. Never late to the party, D-Mac motherfucking Tartan. Now I mean, man. What's up, fellas? My God, fellas. Bless, bless. What's up, man? Fellas, everything up? Love to hear that. Love to hear that. So, we had a whole plan before uh, today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a whole plan. Yeah. Uh, also, real quick, man. Shout out to our um, our newest member of the squad. Oh yeah, yeah brother, Ch- brother Chaz, you know, the, the director. Oh yeah, of, yeah, director of videography. Man. I told him, you know, I invited him out to this because it's full understanding that he is a uh, he is the CM Punk of the crew part time. Oh, dude, you know hey, what bro, I mean? Hey, he, he be doing <laughs> shit for for Wavy man. We yeah, yeah. He can do whatever he got to do. You know what I mean? But we'll do a proper proper introduction introduction the, the next go round. But yes, what was the original plan, Nolo? Um, we were going to talk about, um, some wrestling. Yes. Uh, we were going to talk about, like, some raps, some shit that happens, some, like, some, on some spring some, break. Some, some real raps, some real raps, some wrestling. Me, um, new belts, shit like that. Yeah. We, yeah, but, uh, fuck all that. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, but before we continue, 
You know what we can talk about? What's that? It's where you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Boom. Spotify, Boom. Stitcher Radio. Boom. 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 Pod Dealers Network. What's good? That's us. Yes. All right. That's enough of the positivity. Shout out to Bud Light. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they're, they're not sponsoring us. Not sponsoring us at all, but man. So, they ju- should. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, gentlemen, first, let me just say, it's very rare because of our schedule that we uh, get a chance to record and then nothing happened in between that time. You know, usually we'll hit a record and then usually nine out of ten times news would drop the next day. Or Immediately. The, yeah, or the day we drop for the episode or whatever. But earlier today, while I was at work, you know what I mean? I wasn't doing anything, hopped on the phone, and I see a little uh, a little tidbit came out from uh, Bloomberg. Yes. And the, uh, the first word that I saw was racism. I was like, oh, what's going on here? Ah, WWE. WWE racism. Whoa, hold on now. Let's see, you know what I mean? And a lawsuit has come out today. Of um, <laughs> WWE and Vince McMahon being sued over alleged racist racial scripts for Bianca Belair, Apollo Crews, and others in an 9-11 attack angle for a Muslim wrestler. Damn. Now, now I'm not gonna read. The <laughs> yeah, so I'm not gonna read the full full lawsuit. I'm just gonna read the key parts. The uh, who is the name of the uh. Brittany Abrams. Brittany Abrams. The former writer. Yes. Did they say, I don't know if you saw, did it say how long she had been working for the company? No. no. I, honestly, I think I think that she might be the one. Remember when they hired the black woman? Yeah, I do. Her? I do. Yeah. I want to say it's her. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. I'm, I'm assuming this is who this is. So I'm going to just go over some key things in the lawsuit that, that came out. Um, so a key detail in the lawsuit stated that Bianca Belair informed plaintiff that uh, she told Chris Dunn, involved in the lawsuit, I believe Chris Dunn is a, uh, a writer or a producer for WWE, three different times that I don't want to say that line, but he never listens to me. He puts that line in every week. And Belair, uh, Belair also said the script, discriminatory lines made her look ghetto, right? Um, so, yes, that's one. Uh, we can go with the Mansoor one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man, I was going to say that one. Oh, you're going to say that yeah, one? I was going to say that one. My bad. That's the doozy. That's the doozy. Yeah. That's the illest one. Uh, from a WWE Force wrestler, Apollo Crews, to speak with a Nigerian accent just because of his Nigerian lineage, uh, Plaintiff emailed that Ryan Callahan, who is, I should be noted, is the vice president of... I believe WWE mm. and is also a part of the Fox. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, a complaint about the offensive nature of the requirement for Apollo Crews to speak with a stereotypical and exaggerated Nigerian accent. However, despite the uh, plaintiff's complaint, Callahan failed and or refused to take corrective action and resulted uh, Callahan and WWE forced plaintiff to require Apollo Crews to speak with a racially artificial Nigerian accent. Mm-hmm. All right. So, you know, already, you know, we're cooking a little bit. Got yep. a little heat. Got yep. a little heat. Um, doing the Reggie on that? Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, that was a sick one. <clears throat> yeah. 
around spring of 2021, Ryan Callahan, the grand wizard here, pitched that a white Caucasian male wrestler with a hunting gimmick would hunt a black male wrestler for fun. In a nutshell, the said hunting gimmick pitch for new wrestlers Shane Thorne and Reggie was, since Shane is Australian, we should make him a crocodile hunter and you instead know what, of you know what's on like Steve Irwin. And instead of crocodiles, he hunts people. A storyline was pitched by Callahan where Shane would capture Reggie and constantly beat him up, but Reggie would always escape after being captured. In a cage. Holding in the cage. Reggie captive in cages was also discussed. Wild. And, and it, yeah, we'll go, we'll go and then this one. Lily uh, Mrs. Uh, Silvers and the plain, uh, plaintiff, the only black writers on the team at the time, were tasked to pitch a love storyline between Aaliyah, Monsoor, and Angel Garza. It was pitched that Monsoor has a secret that he's keeping from Aaliyah. Ryan Callahan, involved also in the lawsuit, disagreed with the secret that was wanted for the character and suggested, how about his secret is he is behind the 9-11 attacks? Yeah. Yo, these people are sick. Y'all just playing tone deaf. Tone deaf, racist. That's, it's just sick, bro. I remember, you, okay, so I was also at work. I had my phone up. I didn't really see it. So I was chilling. And then I get to my phone, and I see the group chat. Is a blaze a little bit, and I was like, "Oh, what happened in the group chat?" Oh, I was like, "Oh, y'all gonna see this?" Too. I was like, "I was like, so what's going on in the group chat?" I usually don't get this animated. Uh, usually, I was like, "We've already, we've already had our our predictions and shit. We already know who won." So I was like, "What the hell are we talking about?" And I look and I see uh, our man Scotland send us the each story and each tweet, and each one just got sicker and sicker and more races and more out of pocket. And then let's not even forget. That's just for what they did to the talent. Yeah. Let's not forget what we what they did to uh um to Brittany Abrams, the writer, who they yes. fired. Yes, I actually have that uh that note up here. If you just give me one second. Oh, it's no problem. Sir. Um let me see here. Yes, so Despite numerous attempts to do so, defendants did not reprimand or otherwise discipline any male white Caucasian WWE writers about taking WrestleMania 38 branded chairs after the event. On or about April 3rd, 2000, or 2022, at the end of the event, the plaintiff and a co-worker each took a WrestleMania branded chair, showed their badges to the security, and were allowed backstage while carrying the WrestleMania branded chairs. Uh... The plaintiff and her male Caucasian co-worker took WrestleMania 38 branded chairs to the writer's room where WWE lead, writer, lead writers and vice presidents and senior vice presidents were present. On and about April 7th, 2022, in retaliation for engaging in protected conduct, defendants unlawfully and uh, pretextually terminated the plaintiff's employment. Uh, likewise... WWE has as a custom or a policy for allowing employees to take WrestleMania branded movable chairs from the annual events without repercussion. Once the plaintiff was made 
um, made her complaints about discrimination. She was targeted for a pretextual termination by WWE's executive management team and her direct supervisor. The WWE executive management team consists of six individuals, none, none who are black or an African-American woman. They are Vince McMahon, Nick Khan, Stephanie McMahon, Paul Levesque, Frank A. Rig uh, Riddick III, and Kevin Dunn. But they all to the chair? Oh, that's the, the management team. So, like, the people that have the say-so of what happens. Yes. Um, also, another tidbit that was said. Oh, there was that, more. Uh, yes, about when Stephanie was in. Mm. Brittany Abrams brought up these uh, concerns and valid concerns about people's characters and how it is racist. Stephanie told her that she was lucky to be in the room. Yes. Basically trying to silence a black woman. Yes. For being for standing up for other people. So gentlemen, let's let's get let's get serious real quick, right? As three black men, right, who happen to watch this profession, you know, for entertainment purposes, you know what I mean? We we talk about it on the daily. We are no strangers to what we have seen for years when it comes to racism in professional wrestling. Mr. Fuji. Mr. Fuji. Kamala. Kamala. They had Tony Atlas dressed like a an, a tribal warrior named Saba Simba. Shit. The Godwin brother? Wait, you remember Lorenzo's his yeah. interaction with the Godwins? Uh, even down to like certain aspects of how black talent is presented. Like if you remember the original New Day gimmick mm -hmm. were Preachers. Preachers. That's the word God. Yeah. Um yeah, preachers. Man, it's just <laughs> keep it. And also, racism, 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 and wrestling have gone together since the beginning of time. Hand hand. Yes, hand it is. Hand. It's part of it's part of the five steps of wrestling. <laughs> so you can argue, say Yokozuna. Yeah. Yokozuna, yeah. yeah. That man was a, a Samoan. Man, <laughs> wrestling is full of racism, patriarchy, pedophilia, sexual abuse. You got it, you name it. It's everything. I think the shocking thing for this, I don't think anybody is surprised that this is happening. Nope. I think the shocking bit is that it's taken this long for this to happen. That actual lawsuit yeah. brought up. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, in the dying days of World Championship Wrestling, there was a racial discriminatory lawsuit that came out. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> Hey man, I was happy. My, yeah, my boy yeah. got a belt. <laughs> the, yes, yes. The, the result of that lawsuit was Booker T supposedly getting the world championship for that. Because what better way to be like, you know, we love black people. Let's just give it to the, at the time, I believe one of three black talent that was on featured on television at that time in WCW. There was three? Booker. Four, excuse me. Okay. Booker. Stevie Ray, the cat, the cat, enormous smile. Oh, okay. Yeah. Norman's the one. I yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna be like, who's this for? Yeah, yeah. but uh, yes. Um, and this actually resulted in information coming out in WCW about black talent being held down. Uh, to, you know, managements. You know, uh, namely Terry Taylor. Uh, oh, yeah, Jody Hamilton, the trainer, you know, openly using the N-word. Um, 
And not, not just towards black people, but to uh, the Asian talent as well. You know what I mean? And like I said, that lawsuit went on for years after WCW went out of business. Mm-hmm. But then you have this. where We're talking about the premier wrestling league. The premier sports entertainment. The juggernaut. WWE. Just weeks after a new deal of them being owned by Endeavor. And now one of the biggest revelations that's come out that there is racism in WWE. Shocker. (laughs) So, Mac, what do you think, brother? You know what I mean? Like, how does this look for the company? Are there, you know what I mean? Like, you've even said it before, like, the way they've been, they presented Bianca Belair has been, um, there's been uh, some, some slight going on. So, what do you think about all this going on, bro? And it just uh, just super unfortunate because it was starting to get it was starting to get good again, you know, especially under Paul, you know, under the new regime. But it just unfortunate, unfortunately, you know, they're going to this. Well, this been going on to where like um, we had somebody in the writing staff that can speak on our behalf that can relate to us in a, in an authentic way. Um, I, you know, just going back to what you said about what I said about uh, Bianca Belair, and I had gave her some harsh criticism about her character because I felt like it was, like, you know, it was almost a caricature of herself. I think that was the words I had said yeah, yeah. originally. Your first word, your actual words are bullshit. What, what, that, it was some bullshit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's what you said if you want to go over your you know, verbatim of what right. you said. So, yeah. <laughs> but that was... But that was the reason why I thought it was harping too much on it was highlighting too much on like the typical ghetto girl, if you will. If, if you don't mind me interjecting, because no, I want to get your opinion on it, because if you know, if you remember Bianca's, you know, her original here run in NXT, like it fit a lot of the stereotype, like the loud chewing gum, you know what I mean, the smacking of the lips, and if you remember both of y'all when Naomi was in developmental and you I don't know if y'all remember the video that came out. Yes. Where she came out and it was I think it was her and um what was her partner Shorty's name Cameron? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they came in and like they were literally like these like Florida ghetto girls, like like loud, you know what I mean? And like I said, you know what I mean? Like I try not to put that so much on the talent. I don't know if y'all are the same way. Mm-hmm. I'm like what they can and cannot say yes or no to. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, they're just trying to make a buck. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? They're just trying to make it in the game. Mm-hmm. But like I said, like, when you brought up the Bianca Belair thing, at first I was like, you know what I mean? Like, is that the case? Is that that's what's happening? But then you start piecing it together and you really realize, like, that had to have been pitched to her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And for somebody that's trying to make it in the game, of course they're going to say yes, right? Mm-hmm. But please continue. Please continue yeah. what you're saying. And, and most of it was just because I felt like, okay, she can be her authentic self and still get that strong black woman, the around the way girl, if you will, uh, um, that point across. But she can say it. She can do it with education. She, she don't have to revert to you know, speaking with uh, improper grammar. You know, mm-hmm. that's what I was trying to articulate at the time. And now it seems like 
you know, she thought the same way too by trying to, not necessarily that, but certain certain lines that she wanted off of the script that she was like, no, I don't want to say that. It makes me sound ghetto. You know, she was trying to even say that. So, um, but going back to the new day, you know, um, and well, trying to interfuse both of those uh, characters together, if you will, it seemed like they had to use that as a foundation to kind of wrap it around themselves to, you know, be who they really want to be. Mm-hmm. Like new days, like nerd gamers, you know what I'm saying? That probably wouldn't go across to original writing style because all three of these guys are black. But once they seen their authentic selves, then okay, all right, cool. Even let's even go back to like white wrestlers, not trying to play the devil advocate, but look at the white wrestlers. They had to play like this weird ass character and then they would they authentic themselves and then it worked. But the difference between those white wrestlers and the black wrestlers they always make us either it's not necessarily a character like a, like a dentist or a clown even. It's almost some ethnic caricature that they exploit and then they have to find themselves. And I think that's unfortunate with us because we are more than just a Nigerian with a thick accent or a Jamaican with a fake accent or a black girl with a ghetto undertone. We can be people with complex personalities like a like a uh, Bianca not Bianca Bella but Bianca Bella now but I'm like a Bex like a Charlotte Flair like a fucking uh, Dean Ambrose if you will like a Seth Rollins they have these complex personalities that's not a character caricature of a Caucasian male mm-hmm. or a Caucasian woman or Hispanic woman or a black woman. We can just be ourselves. You know, Ember Moon was a good example of that. You know, she was, you know, she wasn't a caricature of a black woman. Did it work? No, because they didn't push it because they didn't believe it. I believe if she didn't get injured, she could have had that life. Uh, Sasha Banks was was almost that way, you know, you know, with her when she first came up. You know, this bratty, you know, black girl, and then she kind of, I think, you know, I don't want to put words or speculate too much or assume, but it seemed like she stuck up and had, did a little bit more of her character than uh, Bianca Belair did at the time. But now, full circle, you see for Bianca Belair to kind of combat that, having the black girl from Compton leading the, the WrestleMania, having, um, being on black television shows, showing black love, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And not necessarily having, you know, um, this ghetto undertone like you do. But she's authentic herself. She's real. She's authentic. But she doesn't, now she doesn't have to be like, uh-uh, uh-uh, all that. Nah, she's, it, it works. And it's real. But it's not with a ghetto undertone or a negative undertone, I should say. You know, touching on the, um, the Reggie and Shane Thorne and these, you can actually go back and wow, confirm shit. this. There are pictures of Shane Thorne in the Hunter outfit. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, so that actually was tested out, right? Nigga like Craven from oh, Marvel. I don't even think I said the <laughs> other pitch, though. Did I show you, tell y'all the other pitch that was done for, for Reggie? 
Nah. Oh, when he was dressed up. When he was dressed, yeah. He was supposed to dress up as a woman and be drunk. Yeah, yeah. partner up with uh, Carmella. Yeah, Carmella. which they did, but without the drag. Yeah, they just let him be. uh, What uh, what's it? What's the what's the word I'm trying to look for for this? Love interest? No, because he wasn't really a love interest. He was more of like a uh, like her her hand. Yes. Yeah. Her slave. <laughs> yeah, just call for one of the okay. isolated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I mean, I mean, okay. So go, you know, we'll we'll touch more on the racism and wrestling, but uh, the, the this this hunting gimmick. First of all, this shit sounds like straight out of seventies, eighties WWF. Yeah, it sounds like some shit. It South wrestling. It goes mm-hmm. into the story that was pres- or the original. WCW storyline for Harlem Heat, if y'all remember what that is. Yep. Of when they were prisoners bought in a card game by Colonel Robert Parker. For those who don't remember Colonel Robert Parker, he was essentially dressed like a slave owner. You know what I mean? He looked uh, like he looked like old boy from Can uh, from uh, Candy, Candy, yeah, yeah, Candy from Land. Yeah, 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 from Django, Candyland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and. There are, it, it was said that their very first interest, they were led to the ring in chains, mm-hmm. right? So, and then now, so going back to this uh, this hunting gimmick, because number one, this sounds like something Vince would have, was probably loving in the... He was eating this shit up. Yeah, because I'm thinking, because all I kept thinking, I was like, this was a 24-7 title gimmick, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What did you, I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, just okay. Honestly, we can't do like these white people can't come up with nothing good, just mm-hmm. other than racist shit. Okay. Is that literally mm-hmm. all? This is all they can do. They can't do nothing else better. That's this, all they see is as this Ryan Callahan cat. I don't, I have never heard of him before in my life, but he every bit that you read in those tidbits of the tweets, he sounds completely horrible and racist. Every single one, they they don't sound like a redeeming quality to him. No. He don't care about the wrestlers. He don't care about anybody but trying to help do make some racist shit happen. That's just what it sounds like to me yeah. every single time. Now let's touch on the Monsoor thing, right? Because there's layer, there there is actually layers to this, right? Right. Number one, right? Let's actually start with uh, because I'd be very curious, right? Monsoor, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. If if I am, please correct me. Mansoor is WWE's first Saudi wrestler? I believe so, yes. Right, right. WWE has a long business partnership with Saudi Arabia. Yes. Who was who who was in the uh responsible for 9-11? Any any guesses? Please. It was the Taliban, right? They took uh, credit for it. Everyone that was on those planes were Saudi Arabia. Oh where? Yeah. And you've now just pitched, or is now coming out that a pitch was made to the only Saudi wrestler in the company that he has a secret that he was a part of 9-11. The plot. Bro. What is wrong with these people? First of all, first of all, why are you even making that type of pitch? What are we doing? Who's making that? Okay, I mean, these are the same people that did that was out here having Al-Qaeda attack. Uh, Undertaker the the day after the one the London bombing. You know that story always frustrates me. And I'm gonna tell you why, right? 
because number one, I remember listening to uh, Bruce Pritchard talk about that particular incident, right? The London bombing took place on a Tuesday, right? Mm-hmm. The SmackDown was taped on a Tuesday. The show aired on a Thursday. He said there was no way in post-production where they could have taken the segment out. What do you mean? Just don't show it. If a show is taped on Tuesday and this bombing takes place, that means you made a conscious decision to be like, to post continue it. to air the segment where these masked men come out after your this uh, Arabic, uh, Arabic character is praying to come attack a white white man, right? Right. So, now I look at this. I, I think y'all remember a pitch I made on the show when it came to Mansoor a couple, a couple years back when him and Ali were teaming together. Mm-hmm. And I pitched of them winning the tag team titles in Saudi Arabia and the, the, the reaction that probably would have gotten, especially the first Saudi wrestler in, um, in WWE and then a Muslim in Mustafa, uh, Mustafa Ali, mm-hmm. that would have been a big moment. It would have been. How is that me that doesn't work for the company make a better pitch than somebody that's getting paid to do this? <laughs> because you don't have the same agenda as them. Right. Like you actually have tone. Yeah, you Boom. actually, you actually, one, you have logic. Yeah. Two, you're not racist. Three, you actually care about people and the the wrestlers and them wanting to succeed and shit. It's just it don't makes it it makes sense, but it doesn't make sense. You feel what I'm saying? Like, because how do you think? Because like I said, we're living in a day and age where like these talents have to be quiet out of fear of you know retaliation. Clearly, mm-hmm. right? Because. How, I'm sure, how do you think that made Monsoor feel? How do you think Bianca feels? You know what I mean? We just saw two black women get chastised last year for speaking up. Yep, at the show we were at. Yes. And and now you have this lawsuit that's come out of a black woman spotlighting the problems that are going on in this company. You know what I mean? And now you can't even just say it's Vince. Because this is mentioning Stephanie McMahon. This is mentioning Nick Khan. This is mentioning Paul Levesque. And whoever the fuck Ron Callahan is. Yep. Dog, it is a culture. If the if it's rotten at the top, this is what it is. That's what it is. The whole company is. There might be some good people that work there. Also, in too. management. Also, too. Writers are reflection of who they want to impress, right? So a lot of the times they try to write, not necessarily for the crowd, which, you know, they do, they do. You know, I'm not going to take that too much away from them because all, I, I believe all writers are initially wrestling fans, right? You mm-hmm. know, to, of course they are. But at the, at the same token, you know, it's like uh, once you once you in a company and you have a boss, you kind of almost take the identity of that boss or that said person either go against them or for them in a sense like you're totally opposite of that boss or you're totally trying to impress that boss so Mm -hmm. a lot of this is a reflection of that shock factor that eventually men have and they get interviewed in extremist interview to where like they know exactly how 
this person is when they hired him to WWE. So I think part of it is, you know, like them being weird before they even joined WWE, but also get intensified because of the lineage of Vince and his having characters plus I don't even throw Vince Russo under the bus. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. And like Vince Russo, like the history of Vince Russo, like they, these people like with that niche type of career have their heroes. And I'm not trying to, and I'm not trying to assume too much to speculate, but off of speculation and assumption, you know, they probably looked up to Vince Russo. I know they looked up to Vince. Yeah. So, yeah. and it's just sad, bro. And it kind of make you want to like question if you, like, if you still want to watch this shit or not. I be having the moments, yo, where I'm like, like, am I too deep into the trenches that I can't, that I can't quit once, a, you know, walk away completely? Uh, okay, I'm of the, I have the same motto or same way of looking at this every single time. I support the wrestlers. I don't support the company. I'm not, it, it's just, I, 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 I watch what I, I like who I like, I watch who I watch, and then I go from there. Yeah. And then, Call these bitch asses out for every single time they do anything like that's unsafe like this. And I think that's where like I, I get frustrated with uh, certain certain wrestling fans when it comes to like this tribalism that they they create within within these organizations. It's like yo, fuck the organizations, man. Like we should be supporting the wrestlers. Like you know what I mean. Like in this case, like if if a Bianca Belair. Just upped and left WWE. I'm supporting Bianca Belair. Every time. You feel what I'm saying? Like I do it every time LeBron leaves the team. I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> it's fuck LeBron, but I feel you. Yeah, man, you gonna watch him out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, it's the same thing with um when Mercedes left, when Trinity left, wherever they go, go. I'ma go. Yeah, I'm just watching and support it. They are needle movers, and one, we're black. They're black women. We always gotta support black women around here. Always. Black people in general, in in, in whatever. One thousand percent. That's not. That ain't a. Ain't no doubt about that. In fact, I'm boycotting AEW because powerhouse hubs don't have the title right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it's just like I said, man. I don't. You know, I've been boycotting. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like we don't have to touch any further because I feel like we've hit like all the key points of this. Uh, this lawsuit. I guess my, my last question to y'all about this is: do, do you see this going? This reflecting anything? Do you see anything changing? Do you think anybody getting fired? I doubt it. I think uh, I had a good point. Uh, <laughs> I, think, I think in pre-production, I had a good point of. I know they got the new belt that we're gonna speak about later, but on who oh, is gonna get that uh, shit? Oh, they look, changed the fuck out look, of that. <laughs> If the finals of this shit is Seth versus Omos or Seth versus Lashley, throw all your money on the black man. <laughs> if it's <Bet> on black, bet <laughs> on black, baby. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's all we got to say on the uh, the matter. You know what I mean? So we'll see what happens. If oh, it, you know what I'm kind of what I'm kind of interested in. Huh. Even though I saw I saw I got this from Lorenzo, so that so, but it, I have made a great point. Okay. Those black wrestling podcasts that are so aligned with WWE, like to the point where you are they you ain't even get paid by them. Crickets. What you gonna do? Crickets. Are you gonna say anything? Is anything gonna be said? I don't think so, man. Maybe. I don't think so. So Paul. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, Paul, um, her, see her new cologne today. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's going on? Yeah. So. Oh, come on. I'll bet, yeah. I, I think it's going to be quite hush hush. Oh, I'm sure of it. Well, let's get on to these graps, fellas. Let's get to these graps. Uh, this past Monday on Monday Night Raw, a brand new WWE World Heavyweight Championship was introduced by a man that was given the World Heavyweight Championship. But unlike that, Trip's like, nah, nah, I'm the only one that gets handed belts around here. <laughs> you gotta earn this shit. There's gonna be a tournament. Night of Champions. Pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. Yes, now, if I'm not mistaken, isn't Night of Champions the day before or the day of uh, Double or Nothing? It's that same weekend. I it's the same weekend, before. okay. So, obviously, we don't know who's gonna be in the tournament because. We got a draft coming yep. up this Friday. Uh, so, I guess, uh, you know, first of all, fellas, what do you think about the championship? You know, first of all, I think it's gorgeous. That bitch is beautiful. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> My man been hating on this. He was on the, on the IG page hating. Damn, bro, what are you wrong with it? I mean, it's all right. It's not like. What, is your, what is your gripes, bro? That shit look like a new old belt. No. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, supposed, it's supposed to pay homage to big gold. I mean, I kind of get it. I kind of get it, but... Like, the Intercontinental Championship, right? It paid homage to the old Intercontinental Championships of the past. But it looks like a brand new Intercontinental Championship, which I like. Cool. Wonderful belt. Beautiful belt. This one looked like they just... I, I like the lines on it. Like if I look at it, I kind of like it, but it looks like one of them old gold nugget rings your cocaine uncle had sick. back in the 90s. Talking about a pinky ring one? Mm-hmm. Hell. Mm. With the diamond. It had four diamonds on that bitch. First of all. But you couldn't shit. even make out what the nugget was. Okay, first of all, that shit was fire. Just like the belt. I mean, that's your opinion. Yeah. Well, the nugget ring was. Yeah, both. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> both. It's all good, man. I, I was just mad about it because at first I didn't understand why they need another belt. But once I went back, and listen to Trips, and he said that the undisputed title is going to be wherever Roman goes, which is not necessarily going to be undisputed anymore, Very because true. it have to be a dispute if it's another championship. That's true. Mm-hmm. Just like, and I'm a big boxing fan, and I just get, and that's why I'm also mad about it because they have all these fucking belts in boxing. They have the WBC belt. They even have a super belt and a regular belt. Like, who's the fucking real champion? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like. Teofimo is not the undisputed champion, but doggone Camboso the undisputed champion because they lifted another belt. Like it's just so fucking weird. It's a lot going on. It's, it's weird, bro. It's weird. So that's why I was confused about it. But hey, if he's gonna put the belt on a black man now, I'm all for it. Oh yeah, let, let the record be shown <laughs> that despite this lawsuit, if a black man gets this title, we are celebrating. Yes. Yeah, nothing changes on that. You acting like just because yeah. it might be able to change the plans, like I care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Omos get the belt, and we popping bottles. I'll call y'all personally <laughs> from the UK. Y'all recording? <laughs> but not Charlemagne. <laughs> but not so. You know, I mean, I, love, I personally love the title. Uh, I saw the biggest criticism was that. You're essentially telling your audience that there's nobody on your roster that can defeat Roman Reigns, so you have to make a new title belt. I mean, he kind of did say that, but... And you know what? It's kind of true. Hey, 
There's one person who ain't lose to him. You know what? I'm going to stop you right there. Two people who ain't lose to him. I'm going to stop you right there again. What's up? Where he's, the man's shoulder is pinned to the mat. Technically, no. All right, then. So, technically. He did not. He got. He was not pinned to the belt. One, he deliberately got himself DQ'd. Yes. Right? Yes. And I can't really remember the second, the what happened in the second one with Seth. You're talking about the one of the Royal Rumble? Yeah, I can't remember what happened. He would not, that's the one he would not let go of the chokehold. Okay, so he deliberately did it twice, right? Yes. The name of the game is to keep your title. You're right. Yes. But he did not beat him. Technically, Seth won. And Jay, the only reason Jay ever lost to him is usually because of Jimmy. So let me ask you a question, right? <laughs> With this upcoming draft, and we'll get into like key draft predictions, right? Would you rather Seth win this title, this new title, or Seth defeat Roman Reigns? So would you rather Seth defeat Roman Reigns and Cody wins this title, or Cody wins against Roman and Seth wins the new title? If I personally was making the story, I would have Seth beat Roman. Really? Just because... You really... So you don't want Cody to finish the story at all. You want us to abandon the story. Okay. (laughs) First of all, fuck that story. Damn. It's okay. We good. And I know I was on this podcast talking about he can always win it another time. And he could. That's fine. Because the person that should be Seth should be Cody. When he does it again. I think think Cody needs to be wrong. Like, I... Because at the end of the day... It's a secondary fucking title, bro. It don't matter. Like, if Roman's the man, he had the belt for a doubt for a damn near four fucking years. Well, well two years, right? No, it's couple more. Almost, like, almost three. Yeah. Almost three years. But no, nah, it's over. Yeah, almost three years he had the belt, and you about to just you had to make another belt so it could be defended all the time because his contract or whatever. It's a secondary championship, man. And it almost watered down Walter fucking in the Continental Championship. How? A tad bit. Just a tad bit. How? Now, that, that I need to know. How does this be, Because once you, if you have a secondary belt, what's the other, the other belt got to go down on the totem pole. It's just simple math. You got the belt. Then you have Walter, who have an amazing Intercontinental Championship run. Then you have the U.S. Championship. And then you have the undisputed tag team championship. I do. Well, the women's championship put that up there too. I will say I do like the initial pitch that was made that Gunther get moved to Raw in the Intercontinental title, be the main title for that brand. Oh, do we do accept it? Yeah, I actually like that idea because if anybody could be a dominant champion and make Gunther. it look important, it was Gunther. Right? right. Shit, I'm leaving. You know, I'd be okay if Gunther won the tournament. His, his mama yeah. named him Walter. I'm going to call him Walter. I'm playing with it. <laughs> I don't know his real name. Yeah, I don't know what his real name is. I don't know what Gunther's real name is. But no, okay. No, I so I, oh, no, I, I know what you're doing. You know? <laughs> What's his nigga's name? So, Charles. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> um, but no, so my um, counter attack to your argument is, so, that is a world title. Just because it's a secondary world title doesn't make make the intercontinental title even more less than what it is. He that is still the world. What? It does. Not to me. 
Not to me personally. Because it's on a different show. All they did was just do it. They just said, hey, take your ass over there, Roman, to whatever show you about to be on. And now we have a new title for the show that your ass ain't on no more. Man, bro, they, they almost made the Intercontinental Championship the European title, bro. First of well, all, no, man, we, have not di- we will man, not disrespect man. the European title. I'm, I mean, where is that? <laughs> that's not the point. That's not the point. That's the point. I mean, yeah, you're right. We can't. Let's not disrespect it because it's not even here to defend itself. First of all, first of all, fuck you. Second of all, that's not their fault that they got rid of the European Championship. There was hella European champions that were great. Amazing. Oh, yeah. They was. It was great champions. They on. made that belt Hold awesome. Hold but on. it was only yeah. fucking four belts. Who are the champions you're referring to? Because it's, it's the same list for everybody. I know. So <laughs> 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 Triple H, yeah. Triple H. And that's where you stop. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, we're not counting that. We're not counting Sean. No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> we're not counting Regal. 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 Okay. Yeah, Regal. No, the Rock one? No, it was never gotten the champion. Now, I'll tell you what title goes down with this new title. The U.S. title. Yes. Because number one, it's been, it's been nearly a month since Mania. Yes, it's coming, it's coming up to a month on Mania. Almost. It'll be in a month next, month, yeah. next week. Yeah. Austin Theory has not done anything of note since. He beat John Cena and no one cared. In fact, I want to say this, had that match had the opposite effect. I, now that you want to talk about a, an equivalent of a European title, yeah, mm. that's what. Yeah, I said. That, yeah, that's that. All I know is the Intercontinental title is not that. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. It's not gonna be. He, I don't think he's. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think he's saying that the the Intercontinental title is now like less than. I think he's saying that he's gone back to what it was supposed to be. The secondary title. It was always a secondary title. Well. I'm thinking it's a treasury. That's the word I'm looking for now. Now I think it's went down on the. T- it just simply. It's not important. Anymore. It's not. It's not as important. I mean, it's still important because Gunther making it important because he's making stellar matches, making waves, moving the needle with the championship, which hasn't been done since ever. You know, even when Shinsuke had it or whoever else had the. You mean since the new? Since the new? Since it's been what it is now, or like the. Intercontinental title. Since, the, since, since it is what it is now. Okay. Like, do you know how you can judge the Intercontinental title when Gunther loses? Of how the Intercontinental title will be presented after that. Right. Mm-hmm. Right now, we can sit here and say the Intercontinental title is at its absolute best because Gunther is probably is reaching a point where he might be top three greatest Intercontinental Champions of all time. He's definitely the greatest of this era. Right. But what he does is what the Intercontinental title means after he loses. Does it still have the same uh, prestige, right, Mm -hmm. that it currently has? So, question. Are we going to do, like, uh, so does he ever lose it? Does he just, or do you have, or do you have him just do Asuka it? And he'd just be like, fuck this belt. I think he, I (laughs) think my prediction for Gunther is that he breaks... The Honky Tonk Man's record. I do think that... What is it, Don? What is that it? would be... he. Gunther would have to hold the title until September. Oh, yeah. He can do that. Yeah. He yeah. can do that. That's just at the SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's no problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even mad at that. Go ahead. Yeah. 
But also, I feel like, in a way, it's kind of like Roman because the person that defeats Gunther has to be of a certain caliber. Mm-hmm. Right? Gunther out here having bangers with, with Sheamus. Had that phenomenal match with uh, Xavier Woods the other night. Phenomenal, yes. You know what I mean? I really hope that story back goes somewhere. But if we're going with how. Oh, well, I mean, with his lawsuit. You know, yeah, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> You know, I mean, we go by history. Usually doesn't mean anything. That's what I'm saying. If you have a promo that's done on the internet, even though it's, he's killing it, killing it. Did you see the promo Xavier Woods did? No, I didn't see that. Where he was fed up. He's <laughs> tired of this shit. <laughs> fed up being a black man in the company. Yeah, you gotta show me that shit. After I this. got you. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so you know, I mean, like, uh, who are your leading candidates to win this uh, this tournament? And is there any dark horses you would like to see make it like deep in the tournament? Maybe not the finals, but you know, semifinals. How like how many people are in this tournament? I'm gonna say if if the tournament is taking place in the end of May, it's probably gonna be 16. No point in doing 32 because nah. there's no way you can do a 30 man two or 32. Not nah, with a brand split. Nah. Yeah, you can't do that. My test for I want him like that's my dark horse. Like, he's having to go far. He's I think he'll make like semi if he's in. I would love to see yeah. I would love to see Montez in the finals personally. Mm-hmm. Me too. I would yeah. also like Dawkins to be there. Man. Come on, dog. Come oh. on, dog. Right. I ain't saying he got to be in the finals or like semifinals right. or something. That man's not even winning in the opening round. Come on, dog. <laughs> Yo, man, man, they split them niggas up, bro. He is, <laughs> better count his goddamn days, bro. Save <laughs> his money. Yo, okay. Y'all need to stop disrespecting him like this. He has been going off since he's like since everybody since he's like he got into shape. He's been going crazy in the ring when he has his singles matches. He ain't, he ain't Montez, but he's got he still he pulls up uh brings his own stuff up. Can I ask you a he got, what's Can up? Ask you a question? Go for it. They moved Dawkins over to SmackDown. <clears throat> and just say it's not gonna happen, but let's say on a hypothetical, they bring up Carmelo Hayes okay. at the same time. Who would you rather push as your... You know the answer to that, because one's my favorite wrestler right now. Right. One isn't. Yeah, Smackdown only two hours, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we don't got to do this. We don't have to do this. I don't oh, appreciate like, y'all. I got to write that quote. That's a quote right there. I don't appreciate y'all. That's a quote. I don't appreciate y'all talking bad about... I told you what I want. I want them to go to... Like, okay, say Gunther's still on Smackdown. I want Gunther versus Dawkins. Because I think that match would bang. Match would be great. Indeed. I think he can pull this off. He had great matches. Yeah, the only thing that fucked him up is because he's a fucking idiot. You know what else fucked him up? He was next to Sean. No! He literally was not the truth. Wasn't he about to get a push? Huh? Wasn't he about to get a push when he fucked himself up? The the story was Marty Jannetty was to have a WrestleMania match with Shawn Michaels and (laughs) <laughs> and a week later, he was found in Florida with an underage girl. Oh, true. okay. I didn't know it was an underage girl. Probably. Yes. But, <laughs> I didn't know yes. that. But, but still goes with my okay. things wrong with wrestling. Let's say, let's say Marty, let's say Marty had this spectacular match at WrestleMania with Sean and he didn't get caught robbing the cradle. Would he still with a flourish being that, okay, he's next to somebody great. I got, and, I'll, and, but he wasn't, I'll even, I'll even piggyback off that. Who had in the in that tag team match that that in WrestleMania that that four way tag team match? Yes. Who had 
the better performance, Montez or Dawkins? Who had the most memorable moment? Dawkins. Yet here we are talking about Montez Ford potentially getting a world title shot. I mean, I feel you. You can be excellent. You can get in shape. You can do all this. But everybody knows what this is going to be, what this is ultimately going to lead to. I just need them to be a part then. So Dawkins can go on and do his thing. I'm not saying they got to be equal because I, I think Montez is better. That's just me. Per- I, I agree with you there. I just think people put Dawkins way down further than he needs to be. That's just my how I feel. I just think the reason is because of, because of the Edge and Christian factor, bro. But Christian was better. Christian was better. But Christian was better. Christian was better. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> hate you. That, well, look how long it took us to figure that shit no, out. No, it didn't take us that long. I mean, <laughs> us. We're talking about us. <laughs> we are true blood, bone of bone fans. <laughs> but come on, man. What Christian was doing without Edge? Being great. But Edge was doing without being without Christian. <laughs> this nigga was, the, this nigga was being greater. Like, yeah, he, yeah. Yeah. he was homer. Yeah. Yeah. He was ruining homes. <laughs> And it turned into storyline. Peeking through the window. <laughs> no, I think, no, I just think that when it comes to, like, if, look, if there's ever going to be a time where you pull the trigger on the Street Profits splitting up, forget the whole, like, somebody has to attack anybody. It has to be done in this grand split. Yeah. Right? yeah. Because if you're not going to do it now, don't do it at all. I agree. <laughs> right? And it just, if they, because you know, where Bianca goes, that's where Montez is going to go. So yes. if Bianca's staying on Raw, Montez will stay on Raw. Montez have an opportunity to go into the tournament. I agree with you. I would love to see Dawkins have his, like the same opportunity Montez had at the Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. I would love to see Dawkins have that. Shit, if you end up moving, swapping, like if Bianca and Montez go to SmackDown, I would love to see Dawkins in the tournament. And at least have one competitive match. Yeah. But there's a difference between a term, uh, tournament finalist and a tournament opening round. I feel you. I would like them to win more than one. I would like to win him to win a round. And that's why you are the optimism of this group. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got the underdog complex. You do. <laughs> you keep going for the underdog. That's absolutely not true at all. That's not true at all. That's, that's, not, that's not true at all. Absolutely that's not. That nigga suck in peace, man. Pause. <laughs> Okay, first of all, <laughs> if we go, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We all know they suck. Okay, we're you done. just said you went for Ryan Garcia, huh? You just, I just want because it was a more money winning opportunity. I didn't. I, that wasn't. You could put more money on Tank on a show of betting with money. Yeah, but I could have won more money if if Garcia won. And I, like, I said it's a one punch. I like seeing upsets. Indeed. Yeah, I love, and I, I said, fuck it. Why I, not? Love, I love the disruption of order. I would have loved to see Garcia knocked out Tank. Right, it, we'll was no, it was no way physically. We'll talk about that. We'll, talk, we'll talk about it. It was like, right. it was no geometry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, I appreciate you. Uh, cool. Are you sure, man? Oh, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm oh, not paternal. I, I, no, I ain't got no Snickers because, you know, you know what they say. You're not yourself when you're hungry. It's all good. It's a, I can't. Um, and it is A-OK because he talked about his underdog shit like he ain't a fucking Saints fan. Had to wear a fucking paper bag over his head for years. Here. That was a lot of hostility. God, I don't give a fuck. fuck See you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> a little angry. <laughs> I'm good. Man, man, at least it, 
And he's saying like, yo, as a cowboy fan, the NBA, I'm not delusional. Y'all holding on. Y'all holding on for goddamn. I'm not delusional. You the one that smells. You the one out here keep saying we gonna win the Super Bowl every year. I don't even say that about my team. Cause we legit be having a chance. No, you didn't. We did the NFC Championship. It was an NFC Championship. And what happened every single time? They cheated us. You got cheated once. Y'all didn't make it up. You got cheated once. Y'all don't make the playoffs. What are you talking about? We make the playoffs more often than y'all. Y'all didn't even make Sometimes y'all niggas don't make it to practice. Goddamn hell. Dog, what y'all are you talking about? Zeke, Zeke can't even make the team. They cut that nigga. <laughs> Good. He had to get. I'm sorry. He made too much money. It had to go. I love my man, but he had to go. Oh, he the next Emmitt Smith. He proud of him. Ezekiel Elliott. Who called him the next Emmitt Smith? Not, not you, but other niggas. Other niggas. <laughs> We talking about me. I'm talking about shit that oh, you said. Oh, <laughs> shit right. that you said. I ain't saying nothing about that. You don't want to be here. Every time y'all get a little move, do something, a little something. Oh, we going to the Super Bowl. I'm just, I'm just optimistic about my team. You be, you be like an underdog nigga that you don't even care for. That's what I'm saying. If it's for money, you're damn right. <laughs> yes. What do you mean? Saying, man, take that short bet sometime, bro. Put, you can put a $200 bill in and win 50 you can put three in if you I'm good on I feel you, but I'm alright on that. I like I, I like going for big eyes, trying to win. It's cool. Ain't gonna win like that, Jim. Yeah, you'd be surprised. Oh, so we good? Y'all boys can cheer up. Oh, we good? That's all good. Y'all uncomfortable, nigga. I got man could disagree and still be cool, man. If this was a different time. Obviously, because he's this was a cowboy fan since I met him. Indeed. I was this is one of those. Uh, and these niggas ain't done shit. In the, the only time they've even gone done one thing since we've been together. We went, yeah. we went to the NFC Championship. And what happened? Man, we lost. But y'all niggas, y'all. Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones, I heard Jerry Jones is the, one of the writers on it. So, so who else y'all got uh, in, in, the, in this tournament making some noise? Uh, Omas, obviously. Um, I think Chad Gable. I can see that. I can see. Thank Chad. Oh yeah, they're definitely gonna break him and uh, Otis up. Otis going with Maxine. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. That's mm-hmm. true. Absolutely. Is there anybody you want to see in the tournament? Shinsuke. Yeah. I would like to see Shinsuke. I want to see a surprise too in this tournament. Like they break, not necessarily break a superstar. I feel like I feel like this would be a perfect opportunity to let uh, Musa Ali get some shine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do a little something. Something, man. They're gonna need to be a real ethnic. Thing. You talk about me being optimistic. You said the Shinsuke. I, they, I actually, they actually put somebody. No, wait, no. They actually do fucking uh, promos and vignettes for this nigga. They don't do shit wait for him. Wait till Vince find out. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! You know you had to cut segments. <laughs> no, nah, man. I just um, shit. Put Bad Bunny in the tournament. Now that I'm cool with. Yeah. Wait a minute. Isn't Saudi? What do you right? What do you think about the possibility yes. that Logan Paul enters the tournament? Because I can see that. I can see I that. Can see it. I can see that. I can see it. I don't know. I mean, he'll probably get in the draft, too. I can see it. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. definitely getting drafted. Uh, oh, yeah. I, you know, here's somebody we haven't mentioned. Dominic. Oh, yeah. You think the... Um, the Dominic, you know, what, if, 
I can see, I can definitely see Finn going the furthest, but I can, I would love to see Dominic. Do you see the Judgment Day staying together? Yes. I would, I would hope so. I see them all going to SmackDown. Yeah, they yeah. all going to SmackDown. Uh, so I guess or wherever Rhea and Ripley goes. Yeah. Uh, but we're all in an, an understanding that that more than likely Seth will be should be the one. I mean, unless they give it to a black man. I'm good with Lashley doing it. I'm yeah. kind of happy. Give Lashley that belt. Yeah. He can be the first one. They ever hold that one. Bray Wyatt. Nah, we don't need that. What a surprise. CM Punk since he was backstage. Let's talk about it. We can, uh, we can talk about CM Punk. That nigga said, yo, he said, since King Von gone, you got to check in with CM, CM Punk. Punk now. It's your guy, I mean, for real. <laughs> so, you know, it has been reported that, you know, CM Punk is making an imminent return. You know what I mean? It was looking like this uh, AEW is about to... Open the doors wide open. They get a whole new show on Saturdays. Collision. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, and shit. and the sh- just for him for CM Punk for CM Punk. They're even talking about an AEW brand split, a soft brand split, but just to keep him away from people. But CM Punk was at Monday Night Raw Monday. Yep. Uh, the report saying that he, you know, he showed up. See the video of him and Tamina. I didn't see. I would, hang, nice. out with, I would hang out with Tamina too. I would also hang out with Tamina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. I don't think, you know, I think the the punk gets hated on, but I'm sure there are pe- wrestlers that, you know, that are still There are definitely with. people yeah. that are still friends with Yeah. Just because some people don't fuck with them doesn't mean everybody doesn't yeah, fuck with them. Yeah, you know what I mean? I love to you. We know. know. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think the biggest parts of the, the, the report were that he cleared the air with the Miz, which I didn't really remember them having... Anything. What did they have? What did they have any problems? I ain't know, I didn't know that, but the the one I, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't remember any beef with the Miz, yeah. but the one that I think people were shocked at was him and Trips, him and Triple H, which I, if I'm not mistaken, would have been the first time they saw each other since after the Royal Rumble in 2014. Really? Yeah, that uh, that meeting that Punk walked out of, mm. and they, they from what it was told, they shook hands. Punk asked Triple H if they could sit down and talk. Triple H initially agreed, but he had to get clearance. And Vince is the one that made the call to have Punk leave the building. They said Punk didn't leave the building with any, like, he was just like, all right. Yep. And, you know, he dipped out. Um, clearly, I think I'm, I'm, I'm aware of what this is. And I think it's a power play move. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, Bill's part? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because number one, you know what I mean? Like, Wrestlers do this shit all the time. You know what I mean? Pop up in the building, you know, save yourself yeah. for a couple people. I think people are upset, and I've seen people upset because they were like, oh, now CM Punk wants to go over to WWE and visit after they've been in Chicago multiple times. Nigga, sometimes people want to clear their conscience. Exactly. I don't really see it like a... Just do your thing, man. If you want to go hang out with your friends, <coughs> hang out with your friends. He got friends over there. I'm just a, like they got friends over the other I'm side. I was pissed. Bitch ass nigga doing over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we invited him over. Somebody made a great point. They were like, he knew they he knew what show to pop up at because he damn sure what we do when Roman was there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Roman had to be uh in another state in Florida chilling. Yeah. But I've also seen like he like there was probably a good chance Punk let Tony Condo 
huge one in the show. Oh, sure. I mean, because they got a good relationship, so I don't see why he wouldn't. Who does? Uh, Tony Khan and uh, Phil. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're good. So I don't see why you wouldn't, like, just give a hint of, hey, I'm going to be backstage at Raw for a little bit. I think they need to sign that nigga again, man. Shake it some shit up, you know what I mean? Put I would have... Put the heavyweight championship on him, but he's still under contract, right? Yes, he yeah, he's still under contract. I just feel like I I feel like Endeavor would make a, a huge play for CM Punk. Who did Endeavor he? would? I can see. If the man gonna bring in ratings, if he could bring W, he can bring AEW's ratings up. Endeavor definitely looking at Punk to bring WWE. Yeah, I feel you. I don't see. I don't really see like a downside for real because people work with. People they hate all the time. It is what it is. Yeah. yeah. It said the Jericho meeting went well. Oh, did it? Yeah. <laughs> Still want to know why FTR was there, but because they because they uh, feels friends. It had nothing to do with him. The people that should have been <laughs> the people that should have been at that meeting were uh, Tony Khan, the Elite. Not even that's not even that. Tony okay. Khan, Punk, and Jericho. Oh, uh, okay. What is Dax Harwood gonna do? Back I don't cash. Back. I don't cash about that business. Back up, Punk. He there for him. Nigga, he ain't gonna beat that nigga ass. Dak's a top tier dick rider. <laughs> yeah, man, love him some CM Punk. He does. <laughs> see, CM Punk and Bret Hart fight. They fight each other out every time. This is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Oh my Come god! Come out on his, po- on his podcast. Huh? On his podcast in life. Oh, yeah. yeah, man, it's sick. I ain't know that about him. Yeah, man. I can see that though, cause they aggravating as fuck too. So, but oh, I see. quick, uh, quick sidebar that has nothing to do with wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, Priors, Pros from the the Fugees mm-hmm. is now put is now put guilty. They found guilty. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. He's an informant. Yes, FBI informant. Yo, that is gonna be a hell of a story. So he gonna be what you man? Yeah, tell me more about that shit later. Bro. Yeah, but as of right now he's found guilty in a multi deal, a multi million dollar political conspiracy across two presidencies. We gave that nigga a hundred million. Like the president of the United States. Yeah. He been conspiracy. Consp- he was working with China. They say he was an According agent. to them, yeah, he, he was working with China. Agent yeah, in China. Damn, he been found guilty of all ten criminal charges. Oh damn! Oh man. But he, but he ain't a foreman, so that shit gonna help him out, right? Oh yeah, sure. Well, I don't think so. Not, not if he's working with China. Damn. I don't see it working out too well for him, but it, how this nigga been? Bro. He ain't never getting out. How the hell you even get in contact with, with niggas in China? Like, <laughs> I be wondering what the fuck. That's what, yeah, like, that's what happens when you're part of the refugee camp. Oh, yeah, so let, let's continue on. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah, I mean, first of all, man, how do you feel about the a potential AEW like soft split? Which is kind of weird because they got Ring of Honor, <laughs> they already have, them. they already have, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, split. and then also, you think about it, and uh, a wrestling show on a Saturday. That shit ain't on. Nah. I mean, the only time that might work for you is like the summer. Yeah. When there's nothing else on. But the only thing that's on is baseball for real. And if you're trying to target an audience from 10 to 12. I mean, I was going to say, because you're definitely not not being WWE when they do 
premium live events. Nope. You're not beating any type of sports on a Saturday. Even by the, the like a baseball game we're on the same time. <laughs> I mean, it depends what it is. They might. Baseball, yeah. not, everybody don't watch ba- baseball. is a regional sport. Do you see AEW Collision reaching consistently a million viewers every week on a Saturday? No. No, I do not. That's my guess. Yeah, <laughs> Imagine a big UFC fight taking place. Oh, I mean, what time are they going to put it on? I don't know. I think it says like 9. Yeah, I mean, nine. it's an hour. I mean, no, well, well it's going to be an hour before. Oh, it's two hours. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, this is all like a, this is literally like a, a brand new thing. Oh, they're doing like another dynamite. Yeah. Oh. oh, you thought this was just an hour? Yeah. No. So they're gonna do dynamite, rampage, and collision. Yes. And on top of that, dark, dark ele- uh, elevation. I saw a dark. I saw one of the darks is ending. Huh? I saw one of the darks is ending. One of the darks. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot which one. I think it's elevation. There shouldn't have been two in the first one. Oof. I mean, tomatoes. I don't think it was that bad. No, I'm not saying it was bad, but there was no point. Because, mm. like I said, you got all these. You got all I these mean, things. I think you could have just named the dark, both of them just dark. It just yeah. left in one name. It just happened on both two nights. More years. Give them niggas two more years, bro. AEW? Nah, it ain't going nowhere. Alright. I don't think they're going there in person. You take a bet? Take sure. another dog. Sure. <laughs> I don't. Think, I don't think I'm. I don't. I think I think I picked the billionaire, and I think they're doing pretty well. <laughs> I, I think they got about two, three more years, man. Discovery gonna get tired of that shit. I don't think so. I think no. somebody else will pick them up though. I'll definitely see them reconsidering the collision thing. Yeah, not. Yeah, I, yeah, 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 that's different. That's different. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just talking about because because the company. Look, look what happened with Rampage. <laughs> CM Punk's return on the, the very first episode of Rampage. Yep. Huge numbers. Yep. Look where Rampage is at now. Yeah. That shit get bounced around. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's not t- entirely their fault. Cause that might we get bounced around on if uh collision don't get bounced around exactly every I mean mm, I don't think so there's no big it depending on when you do it like I said it just depends on what time of the year it is like the reason rampage gets bounced around like crazy is because it's it's on Friday let's ask another question does collision stay on Saturday by the end of the year yeah two years Eh. do they develop a Monday show. Do Rampage get moved on Monday? I mean, uh, Dynamite. I don't see them ever going. I don't see them going. Fuck it, do it. I, I think, don't see them I ever think going. Gonna, I think they're going to move on Monday, though. I don't see them doing it. I can see them going ahead to have a SmackDown. Yeah, I can see them going ahead to have a SmackDown. Before. Now, you see, if they put Collision on against SmackDown, I'd be for that. Because I'm yeah. not watching either one in the first place. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> so, I, 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 per- I can personally confirm to you. I highly doubt I will be watching any of that collision show. That is, a, that is a Sunday morning yep. activity. Shit, SmackDown most of the time is a Saturday morning activity. Yeah. It's usually I'm not home. <laughs> usually. Treat that bitch like Livewire, man. Oh, man. Live I, wire, I mean, live, wire, live wire was hit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> live wire was great. I might eat some cereal watching SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Like you know, Punk coming back. Uh, I don't think I don't see them doing this soft brand split. I, I think cooler heads will. I prevail. personally think it's stupid. Yeah, I think I think cooler heads will prevail. But Punk coming back is a you know going to be a a, a shot in the arm for AEW. You know what I mean? They've been picking up a little bit, you know, little things here and there. But I just think that uh, 
punk coming back is not a detriment. I think it's a it's gonna just help booster what's already going on. Okay. Oh, my bad. I didn't catch up. Oh no, I was just saying like I, I see that uh, Orange Cassidy and Bandito are having a banger. Oh yeah, I, I have no doubt. You know what I mean? So like you know, I'm about to say the show looked actually pretty decent <laughs> this week. Excuse me. It looked pretty good. Oh, um, what were you saying? Um, I was gonna ask. Uh, shit, I forgot. Nope. Okay. Um, we got the news with uh, Trinity. Yes, yes, yes. Trinity fought too. Uh, the former Naomi is signing with yes. Impact, and we will now be covering Impact. On yes, extensively. Yes. Extensively. Yeah. We're going to watch Naomi on Impact? Yeah. She's going to debut eventually. Yes. No, this weekend. Oh, is it this weekend? This weekend. Hey! Yeah, this weekend. So, the next uh, women's title <laughs> prediction it, as soon as I see whoever the champion is against Trinity, take a Trinity. How you feel about this, man? You know what I mean? First of all, I'm, I'm just excited to see her back on. Uh, personally, man, I'm happy for her because she's really been living like her best life since she's been out of. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Since she's her and Mercedes left WWE, um, she's been able to do projects that she's enjoyed. She's been able to model. She's been able to go to different shows. She's been able to support her friends. Yeah, and probably enjoy family time and shit. And now she wants to get, she's feeling up to going back out on the road and doing it. And she's going with the impact, which is just strengthening their already chokehold on, I was gonna on, say, on women's wrestling. I was going to say, <laughs> if you talk about the best women's uh, women's division in North America, it, yep. it's easily impact. Like, you're getting Trinity versus Deanna Peraza. You're getting Trinity versus Jordan Grace. Uh, when she finally returns, Trinity versus Mickey James. Uh, you got Trinity versus uh, Jashel Shaw. Uh, Shaw. You got the Coven. The Coven, you know what I mean? The uh, the Dolls, you know what I mean? Like, it's nothing but banger after banger after banger. Oh, don't forget, uh, what's my girl, Natasha Steele? Oh, yeah. You know, Savannah Evans. Savannah Evans. And then I wouldn't even put it past that we start seeing uh, Naomi in Japan. And wrestling for uh, TJ uh, TJ uh, PW or uh, even a stardom since Marce- uh, Mercedes is there. You know what I mean? If anything, what we've been seeing with Mercedes, we're now about to see with uh, with Trinity. She's about to flourish, and I yeah. can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait either, man. And all y'all saying y'all support, y'all better start watching Impact. Damn it, shit! I'm gonna be watching Impact. I don't be on the damn channel to come on anymore, but I'm gonna watch it on. We'll uh, find it. Wait. Yeah, we'll find it. You know the website we're going to go to, but you know what it is. Yes, sir. <laughs> you, know, yes, sir. you know what it is. Uh, speaking of stardom, Mercedes just lost the uh, the IWGP Women's Championship to Ayatani. Uh, I didn't get a chance to see the match. I, I, from what I've been told, this stardom card is up on par with night one of Mania. Really? Yeah. The most recent one? Yeah. They said the last five matches were just fucking ridiculous. Mm. Um, but, you know, Mercedes... Loses this, loses the title. Mm-hmm. Um, she did sign a contract extension, which goes into a New Japan show in May, and then that's her deal done. So, you know, we've been seeing these rumors about if Mercedes is going to move to Japan, or you know what I mean, like that. You know, I've seen people at the impending WWE return. I've even seen the uh, the AEW rumor pop up that, you know, she's going to be debuting this summer. So, what do you think is, is best for Mercedes Monet at this point? Being independent, dude. Hey, you Being independent and go wherever else you want to do. Okay, okay, okay. Like, honestly, she could just 
She can write a ticket, man. Whatever the hell, like whatever the hell she feels like she wants to do. If she still wants to go on this excursion of going to different places, shit. Honestly, she can stay in Japan for like a whole year and just enjoy herself. And you know, she would love to be in stardom and do that. Um, and then she can come on back to America and shit. Go hook up with fun. Just go on. She can be the new belt collector. Mm. She can get her. She can mm. get her belt collecting on mm. Impact. <laughs> AW. <laughs> Personally, I'd like to see her back in uh, WWE. See her with a, in a feud with Bianca Belair. I believe that would be dope. Uh, even her and, her and Rhea Ripley. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. um, because I, I, I definitely believe this uh, her price went up. Oh, the price of the bricks def- the price of the brick definitely went up. Yeah, Absolutely. Sure. Definitely went um, up and you know, like uh, the best the best way to have people. Um, uh, more invested in you is to step away from you know step away a while you know even though she's not out of the eyes of us because we you know we we know exactly where she's at but a lot of the core WWE fan base that may not be that watch you know other promotions they'll definitely you know be invested in her because she she's stepped away for a while so anybody that they they put her in you know on the WWE side that'd be dope but I'm with you um no though for once for today um. You know, welcome, she can ride welcome to the right side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just for right now. That's but, uh, I know, <laughs> honestly, yeah, she can definitely, you know, ride a ticket wherever she want to go. If she want to go, you know, to AEW, you know, just, you know, stay away from Ring of <laughs> Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. The uh, announcement on AEW this evening that the Owen opening ceremonies will be taking place at Double or Nothing, mm-hmm. and the finals will conclude in Calgary. July fifteenth. Ooh, yes sir. Nice, yes sir. Excellent choice. Enough is enough. It's time for a change. Oh, um, so let's talk about these graps. NXT Spring Break and the reason why I am your new BGW. Predict- In fact, go ahead and give me my introduction, please. Thank you. No problem. No problem. Well, after a hard felt bout. Our new champion. He is the undisputed reigning and new BGW prediction champion, Scotland Underwood. Yeah, the, <laughs> the cream of the crop finally won the title. <laughs> you know what no low green D nectar fucking tardy here. <laughs> you know, they took me uh, to the uh, the limit, yeah, but um But I rose to the top <laughs> And once again your BGW uh, world uh, heavyweight champion and you know as uh, a champion of champions I plan on defending my title against all comers <laughs> Yes, thank you. No problem. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. No problem. But no problem. Uh, you know, yeah, there's yeah, a reason. Your you, you, reign may come to an end next, next yeah, week. Uh, but it's cool. You know what? We live for the day. We don't live for tomorrow. I feel you. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> so I like that. But yeah, thank you. Thank you. So let's talk about these grabs on how I became the champion. NXT spring breaking took place last night. Uh, nice little show. It was, you know, I don't know if y'all saw the highlights or, you know, watched it or anything. Uh, you know, I, I, man, I'm going to keep it real with you. I had to haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, I, you know, I, give you I saw I saw the the a couple botches that people showed me. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I I let me tell you. And so, I was like, oh. 
So, you know, a couple of, you know, we'll just run through the card real quick. The, uh, the family, D'Angelo and Stax defeated Pretty Deadly. Probably Pretty Deadly would probably be in the draft. Oh, yeah, they get so, caught up. Yeah. Oh, I saw the end of that match. I did see that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Um, let's see. Core Jade won against the, uh, the, Green, uh, the Grim Reaper. And uh, <laughs> Lyra Falkyrie. Who'll be out here taking people out in the, uh, the parking lot. Yes, sir. Uh, a big nigga. Is oh, it? Have you seen this big nigga, o, uh, Oba Femi? D-Mac? Oba Femi? Yeah, I'll show I you. Never heard I, of I, him. I got you, big dog. I got you. Just debuted last night. And when I tell you, this nigga is huge. Yeah, that's a big nigga. Yeah, man. Just, it made no sense, actually. That black on black crime that happened. It was sick. Yeah, <laughs> he it was took, sick, took, bro. took my boy out. Oh, hold on, man. So Twitter just not going. I love I love that powerball that he did though. That's oh, it was great. That was a good ass one. And I'm oh I'm a I pop for good powerballs. That's one of my favorite moves. Very underrated move. Indeed. Very underrated move. I wish more people did it. Uh, Braun Breaker defeated Andre Chase. Does Andre Chase ever win? No, no. Andre J. Uh, Andre Chase is literally the uh, Barry Horowitz of NXT. But they love Chase University at the uh, at the joint. C H A S E U. What's that spell? Chase U. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know me. A bride came out with uh, they, I think they're calling him the big dog now. Oh, he the big dog. Yeah, he the big dog. Oh, he took uh, he took rubber yeah, he said, yeah, 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 the big dog. Here you go, bro. That's Blues clues. God damn. <laughs> That's a big yeah, boy, that's a big boy. Yeah. A big boy. Yeah. That nigga bench three niggas. <laughs> he definitely gonna be a star. He definitely gonna be a star. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, let's see who else. Um, what else we rocking? Carmelo Hayes retained against Grayson Waller. I feel like Grayson called, getting called yeah. up. He um, needs to. Yeah. Uh, Carmel- I need more heels out here. I mean, there's gotta retire at some point. Yeah, so, yeah, so <laughs> it's time. But uh, Braun destroyed Trick and Carmelo hit a clean spear through the, the guardrail. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Carmelo, so they'll probably run it back. Probably would be the next big NXT joint greater record batch, probably. Yeah, yeah that's probably that. So I have a question. Yeah. How long does, does Melo really need this belt for? Truthfully, Melo should be called up, but Melo at least going to keep it till, I would say, takeover. Oh, yeah, we're keeping it that long? Oh, not take over, uh, stand and deliver. Oh, okay. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That still is a long time. Good God. I mean, at this point, like, you know, <laughs> think about the, the year. Think about right now who they've been building up. Who beats Carmelo Hayes? Like, truly. Like, who? They... Wesley. I like that. I like yeah, that. there you go. I, like I had to think for a second. Yeah, I, 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 I literally I like went through everyone in XT yeah. for a second. I was like, wait. I like it. I like it. I like it. I was like, please not Brian. Not him again. They need to hurry up and put them up, man. I think they're gonna overshoot their shot like they did with Johnny Gargano. Remember that? Like it was like one pivotal point where he was like the highest thing in NXT, and he kept his ass down there too fucking long. To I don't think they kept him down there too long. I think they kept him too long, bro. He man. also didn't want to leave. Man, that's his bitch ass fault. I think he should. Gracious, bro. I think he should have left. I think he should have left after the after the Champo, after the first Champo uh, angle. When Champo at first, so when he so he never wins the belt. Yeah, I mean he was. I don't think he needed the belt, bro. He he was just. He won. 
We literally all watched because we were all not like we all didn't want him to win. And then that we watched him in that match. We were like, damn, we all wanted the nigga to win. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean it was a good moment from like down there, but I think that he would have did, you know, well in WWE, especially at that time. At that time. And he did come him and Ciampa did come up. And then Ciampa got hurt. And then they went right back down. Because <laughs> they were a tag team. I think part of the reason why Gargano, like the momentum kind of slowed, mm-hmm. like before we got the way, was definitely because of the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Because right at the same time, you know what I mean? Like it was the pandemic era that we got the way, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what slowed, slowed Buddy down. And I don't care anybody says the way was great. That was probably one of my favorite stables. Uh, they could have ran. I wish it would have ran it a little longer. You know, yeah. what I mean? but you know, they moved up. They moved Creepy Boy up. Vince wanted somebody close to him. He did. Oh, I see. He did. See, I like myself. Shit, you said a new one. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Jeez. Um. Yeah. So you know, spring breaking. You know, NXT continues to look. Oh, I forgot. Completely forgot. Indy Hartwell. Defeated Roxanne and Tiffany Stratton in one of the worst matches I've <laughs> seen in my life. I've heard so many people say that. I was like, damn, yeah, it was that bad? Like, the cyborgs were glitching. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Man, it was just not good. That made me sad because I was like, I just remember they, they um, I was just told and they was like, nah. They told me it was, the match was terrible and I was like, oh, it can't be that bad. No. And then, then they told me who was at fault for how terrible it was. Roxanne, Roxanne. <laughs> Tiffany, I... Tiffany Stratton literally just did an interview saying that she doesn't want to get caught up in the draft because, you know, she wants to stay in NXT to learn the psychology. Was last night, was last night live? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I only asked that because maybe she, she was like, she knew her performance. And then she was like, nah, I need to, I need to stay in. No, no. <laughs> if you want to talk about learning on the job, how terrible you are. <laughs> yeah, she sure was not good. And then Roxanne Perez was not doing, did not have a good night. Which is crazy because she real, she really be killing it. No, keep in mind, man. You know these wrestlers. You know people make mistakes. Yeah, people had bad matches. Even yeah. Bret, even Bret Hart, Bret Hart got a terrible match. Uh, Kurt don't, but um, <laughs> pressure, pressure on though. Yeah, the pressure on. He got that draft next week. I'm pretty sure they do not know who the fuck getting called up. That is true. There yeah. could be that could be a case where like. Just because Tiffany Stratton wants to stay in NXT. Don't mean she's staying in NXT. No, we need you on TV, baby girl. Come yeah. on up. Come on up. Yeah. Pressure bus pipes, man. So, you know, some people. I mean, honestly, I Tiffany probably should stay down there. Roxanne could go she'll up. She'll probably stay she, down there. <laughs> she should stay down, but if they call her up, I don't think it'd be the worst thing. What? Tiffany, I think, would be the worst thing. Whatever happened her. to Zia Lee? Um, she saw SmackDown doing absolutely nothing but losing in uh, matches to get into elimination chambers or in tag team matches to go for the title. Damn, she was Sunday Night Heat. Pretty much, yeah. Damn, that's yeah. sick. Enhanced Metallic kind of. That's sick. Sunday uh, Night Heat, who the first person y'all think of that? My bad. Who, what, Sunday Night Heat? Yeah, I think Steve of that. Steve Richards. No, I think of that nigga from, uh, they should be with Lita. With the Matt Hardy? No, the red <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about the El Rosso nigga. You know what I'm talking about? S.A. Rio. S.A. Rio. Yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. Man. Oh, man. 
Nah, that, that was funny. Was <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> he said, he said that was funny. That was a good one, though. That nigga was on Sunday night. His Hardy Boys was on Sunday night. He did it every Sunday. Also, you know, since we were... Uh, since we have a lot of stuff, so Jeff Hardy is back on AEW. Yes. You know what I mean? Looking good. It looks healthy. It looks healthy. I, just, I, I, I hope, I just hope that, um, I just, I just wish the best for Jeff Hardy, man. That's all I can say. Yeah. That's yeah. Really all, all I gotta say. Good for you, buddy. That's wild. <laughs> Yo, that, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> 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 I was like, you didn't catch it. I did not. This <laughs> <laughs> for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all ain't shit, man. Oh, oh, damn. Man. Who wrote this episode? This is all you, buddy. You got this one down. Uh, a couple more things, fellas. We can wrap it up. Uh, Goldberg was in the news recently. And he, <laughs> he was upset that um, he never got a proper retirement match. So there's been talks. And he so? Let me finish. Then, yeah, was like, come on, bro. Like, come on, I don't interrupt me like that. Well, <laughs> that wasn't meant for you. I know, I know. But do it. See, <laughs> rewind it back and then do it after I finish. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Goldberg, Goldberg <laughs> is announcing a retirement tour. Boo! First of all, is is okay. This is uh, this is a, I guess a a a broad question. Is Goldberg big enough to sell out a retirement tour? I don't know, man. I don't know. Is he? That motherfucker had it. I don't know, but he had he had yes. one of the best fucking short runs of all time. He had a spark when he started, but now you just garbage. Stop it! Man. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! The it's only right. match that I want him to be in is for Big E. Literally the only one, and that's for E. <laughs> it has nothing to do with him. Okay, let me. Re- I guess let me rephrase my. Is there a demand for a Goldberg retirement? No. Damn. Is his name Big E? Shit, is he the only one? But there was a demand for Rick. Well, there wasn't a demand. No. It was just cra- a cash grab. Unless you was that one nigga. You talking about the last one for yeah, Rick? Yeah. No, 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 no. Unless you was that one nigga in that that gym auditorium that said it's still running. <laughs> 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 Because number one, I hope Goldberg don't think he's selling out a, a full arena just based Duh. on his name. You remember? Okay, perfect <laughs> example. He went BMW. <laughs> perfect example. You see nothing. Yeah, BC, that's cold. Perfect, perfect, perfect example. Remember when Paul Pierce was going on his little retirement thing, and Draymond was like, "Yo." He's like, you not Kobe. We don't love you like that. That's Goldberg. Goldberg's the Paul Pearson. No, Paul Pierce is more important than Goldberg. So I'm not gonna do it like that. But that's the Paul Pierce. Uh no. But were you a Goldberg fan back in the day? No. Okay. Let's think let's 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 think about who I was a big fan of back You were the NWO. I was big in I know you were the heavy for Kevin Nash. I was. I was. It was great. <laughs> I mean, I've never been so happy to see Scott Hall with a cat of pride. I remember being so upset that DDP didn't beat him at Halloween Havoc 98. Dog. To this day, I still don't know why they did when he did going for the jackhammer. Oh, he, he did the hit di- the diamond cutter and win. That was one of the greatest. <laughs> that would have been one of the greatest pops. 
But you know, but okay. But if Goldberg retires, man, who who would you be like? If you were the booker, you're you are booking Goldberg's retirement match. Who is the opponent? Ultimate squash match. Outside of WWE. Outside of oh, outside of WWE? You can't use WWE talent. You can use AEW talent. You can use... Will Hobbs squash match. Goldberg, because you know Goldberg winning. No, 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 oh, no. Oh, No, put him out the pasture. <laughs> Damn. I want him to be like... I want him to hit him like with the... <laughs> the, the, the Rick and Sean. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love you. It's <laughs> like... I saw somebody bring a Wardlow. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? I got no, you. bro. He gonna drop Warlow, bro. He ain't. In his, I don't know if he's that strong. Hey, he's I got, not. I got one. I got one. What's up? Uh, Hasman versus Hasman. Okay. Goldberg versus Samoa Joe. Ooh, <laughs> I'm here for that. I don't want to see that. I, 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 I love to see it. Who's gonna gas first? <laughs> Who's gonna turn red Bet first? Bet the over under. Somebody get hurt. <laughs> 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 I got under. It's gonna be Samoa Joe. Yo. <laughs> Just an ankle, got <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but I my realization this year when I found out we were the only people that hate Gore or hate Samoa Joe. Yeah, right. Somebody was on the uh, they were on the couch like Samoa Joe bringing the feeling back. I'm like, no, the fuck. No, he is not. The feeling back one his arms right now. <laughs> <laughs> Before he gets to the break, no, I can't do it. <laughs> no, no, you got Goldberg no. concussing himself. Yeah, there you I go. Went, That's I the best for me. I put it this way because I feel the same way just about with athletes in general. You I have no. I don't have the right, or any of us have the right to tell someone to retire. <laughs> yeah, I'll be damned. But <laughs> I feel like he should. But it's up to him. You know what? That should be a double retirement match. And it ends in a double count out. Samoa when they Joe, both can't answer the bell. Say you become good friends with Samoa Joe. He's yeah. like, hey, man, can I talk to you real quick? What's up? Hey, man. What's up, Joe? I've been thinking about retiring. Do it. <laughs> right now. You did that shit. <laughs> right well, you, now. Didn't, you didn't let me finish. No, no, what, what, okay, what about that? You didn't let me finish. What's up? You know, I've been thinking about retiring. Do it. I'm not ready to give it up yet. Why not? Damn. <laughs> what else we have to prove? Think, nigga, think. <laughs> you know what you should be doing? What Taz does. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, no, he'd be great. Look. That's what I'm saying. Joe, as a commentator or a, a uh, shit, you had Team Taz, start a Team Joe. I'm here for that. That's why he keeps the towel around to wipe off the, the sweat <laughs> as he's walking out. <laughs> as he's walking out the aisle. For <laughs> being out of breath. Oh. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Remember how happy we were when we saw him on the screen at SmackDown? Just so cool. we, we were out there just cheering and happy. Shit, I remember when y'all was talking about Samoa Joe and I was like, y'all are crazy. I know it is like that, nigga. Oh, yeah, you were you were the last holdout on the. I was. I was first. I was, yeah. I was first. The D back was. D back <laughs> followed quickly after because he, yeah. he heard and he was like, oh, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. yeah and he was like, nah, you wildin'. And I was like, okay. Oh man. Um Oh before yeah, here's another one. Uh I have a new segment for the show. It's called Whack Ass Tweet of the Week. Oh shit, that's a good one. 
Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I yeah, about that. My guest tweet of the week. And the premise of this, ladies and gentlemen, is, you know, since I'm, you know, I'll be hopping on both my, my actual page and the BGW Twitter page, I see things. Mm-hmm. And I see things, you know, I see a lot of ridiculousness. And this is not just going to be for uh, fans. This is also going to be for wrestlers. And the inaugural Whack Ass Tweet of the Week goes to Chavito Guerrero Jr. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so an interview came out where somebody was interviewing Chavo. Let me see if I can just find it real quick. Um, but he was talking about Rey Mysterio. This bitch nigga. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, first of all, man, how do you feel about Chavito, man? He's like jealous. Because he's never been it. Never <laughs> 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 had checked for a Chavo Guerrero match. Never. Never looked for that nigga to order. Yo, yo, just stood up out your seat when that nigga just got on fucking thunder. Saturday night, rest none of that yeah, shit. Worldwide. Worldwide. Pepe. Uh, you remember Pepe? Mm-hmm. So, there's velocity. a Velocity. Damn, yeah. <laughs> he was a, a velocity uh, specialist. But this is what Chavo <laughs> said. It was on the uh, Velocity All Star. The are. Captain's Corner. Some shit, I guess. And this is what Eddie said, or Chavo said about Ray Mysterio. Look, we all love Eddie. But we're not going out with his gimmick and our gimmick. It was Los Guerrero's gimmick and come out with Los Guerrero's music. We buy, we cheat, we steal. Everybody's like, oh yeah, keeping Eddie's memory alive. I say, no, dude, I'm tired of people. And this is not a bitter thing. This is the truth. We worked hard for that last name. The whole family worked really, really hard to get that name to where it was. And we're tired of people prostituting it in a sense and using it for their benefit. So, Ray Mysterio, I'm sorry that no one knows who Ray Mysterio Sr. is. Ray Mysterio, who, yeah, Ray Mysterio Jr., no one knows who he is. I'm sorry that you have to latch on to the Guerrero family, and we're kind of just tired of it. So, thank you for keeping Eddie's name alive. Thank you for keeping the Guerrero's name alive. But we don't need you. We're good. You know what I'm saying. Um, then he also said on Twitter... If Rey Mysterio is really mentioning the girl's name only in tribute and not to line his own pocket with cash, maybe he'll donate some of that money to charity. Or even better, how about to Eddie's daughter? That will show myself and the fans that he's not prostituting the family's name. It should be mentioned that we are literally coming off of weeks where Eddie Guerrero's daughters or Eddie Guerrero's daughter just said that she was sexually assaulted by her stepfather. Mm-hmm. The husband uh, of yeah, uh, yes, the, the new husband of Vicky Guerrero on a cruise. So, first of all, yeah, yeah. Chavo bringing this up, bringing Eddie's daughters up, fucking grimy, dog. Yeah, fucking cool. grimy. And I think he knew what was up because people started coming at his ass. Mm-hmm. And his response to everything, I was cop out. Yeah, this is how a uh, this is how a heel should tweet. Hook, line, sinker. I still got it. Fuck out of here, Chavo. You ain't never had it. Yeah. We fucked with you because of your uncle, bro. 
Facts. Nobody, I took, man, nobody ever checked for a goddamn. When's the last time? Okay, when's the last time you looked for a Chavo Guerrero match that did not include Eddie Guerrero? Anybody? 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 Nah. Nope. Cause not there nobody. Also like to point out him saying that the Los Guerreros theme. I don't has anybody been like when we hear Viva La Raza, we hear somebody's like, yo, that's the Los Guerreros theme. No, we think it's Eddie Guerrero. Man living in his own bubble, bro. Nobody giving a fuck about people put that lot shit we still to just edit. Cause Eddie was that nigga. You would never was. And to say that you don't need uh, Ray Mysterio Jr. to keep the name alive of the Guerrero, that's cap. Because who else going to do it? <coughs> you ain't on TV. You on Twitter. <laughs> 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 AEW had you for a bit and then you was gone. Right, you know what somebody once said? You know what somebody said? They were like, um, they were like, you could tell this that he really meant what he said about Ray and he like, he's backtracking. Because what are you trying to promote? Nothing. There's not ever going to be a match between Chavo Guerrero and Rey Mysterio. No. When's the last time Chavo wrestled? Exactly. Exactly. Again, nobody cares. Not going to lie. This match would have been dope in a Lucha Underground setting. Absolutely. But that's gone. Ray's on way bigger and better things. First of all. Wrestling his son. Shit. It's Eddie's son. <laughs> right. Yes. And, you know, and, my bad. And, oh, no, and also, Eddie was part of two big storylines with in WWE that Rey Mysterio is currently on. He's the Dominic storyline, and they were tag team champions. You know what? Here's an important. You know, I have a clip here, and I feel like this person says everything we need to know. Mm-hmm. Let's find out what Eddie Guerrero thinks about Rey Mysterio. I love Ray. I love him like my little brother. That's how much I think of Ray. Uh, he's a common cause man. He has no fear. Uh, and I like that he has no fear with me because it's a compliment to me. Because being a base, you know, with all the stuff he does, I gotta catch him and I gotta support him. You know, do that stuff. Uh, base him for his moves. And for him to have that type of confidence with me, it's it, it's a compliment to me. Uh, it's, man, I just love that guy. He's just a great, great, great. He's one of my favorite people. Bingo. Out of the man. Bong. You know what Bing I'm saying? Bong. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I understand, you know what I'm saying? I, kind of, I understand a lot. You know, you're dealing with laws. People grieve differently, you know. And even though this happened a while ago, you still grieve it differently. And sometimes you think you know what somebody may be feeling, or maybe this been maybe he's the voice of what the family's been thinking too. But you also gotta realize this: Ray had a legitimate relationship with Eddie, like mm-hmm. on and off screen, and then. But but more so for the WWE fans, we recognize Rey Mysterio with Eddie on screen, the fuse, the time they parted together. So is he is he using the name for himself? No, he's Rey fucking Mysterio. 
Like, come on, bro. Like, Ray Mysterio, he's legit the Mexican LeBron James of wrestling, bro. Dog, this is like, nigga, been wrestling since I was six. This is like, <laughs> it's like when, when Jay bigs up Biggie. <laughs> That's his boy. Of course he's going to big him up. Why wouldn't he? Thank you. I couldn't, I couldn't have said it better myself. Hey, this is basically what this is. Tell this man stop being a hater. Right, Get off his right, dick. Like, bro, like, come on, be like... Yo. Celebrate your celebrate your uncle's life the way that you want to, man. I'm gonna finish out this part with two things before okay. we move on. Mm-hmm. They just did an Eddie Guerrero spot on AEW, didn't it? And somebody tweeted, "You got wrestlers in AEW paying homage to Eddie Guerrero more than Chavo himself." <laughs> and that's all I will say about that. Damn. Now on to the uh, outside of the wrestling portion. Of the uh, the podcast, mm-hmm. we are now shifting over to last Saturday night for a big boxing fight that took place, and no better person to speak about it than. <laughs> Our own boxing analyst. <laughs> <laughs> HBO analyst, D-Mac, motherfucking Tardy. Woo! Well, I thank you. Yes, this Saturday we had a beautiful bout between Devontae <laughs> Tank Davis and Ryan, King Ryan Garcia. Yes, it was a beautiful bout. You know, it was a clash of two different worlds. One coming from the urban area mm-hmm. of Baltimore, Maryland. Mm-hmm. One coming from, by the way, of... Los Angeles, California. Mm. And, you know, it just brought two worlds together, both having big social media following. Javante Davis in the hearts, in the jungle of the black urban community. Uh, Ryan Garcia being the poster child of today's age, modern age of social media following, being a YouTube superstar, an Instagram superstar, a TikTok superstar. And they both battled it out at two young Young prime boxers in their prime battling out to see who will be the next face of boxing. Well, we got our answers. <clears throat> Y'all dumb motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was excellent. That was excellent. Like, y'all legit thought that Ryan had a chance. Well, jokes was on y'all, and it wasn't the it wasn't the weak ass. Uh, rehydration clause y'all thought that could have hindered him because guess what it didn't matter he went in there he showed that he was in shape from the second round knockdown anybody that get hit by that fucking punch never got up but guess what Ryan did he got up and that shows how in shape he actually was now you can you can say that it maybe was a ploy on both teams to say that the rehydration clause could have got Ryan weak and maybe use it for fuel to generate a, a storyline for a rematch at 140, you can say that. But Ryan, even though his last two fights was at 140, it was a, both of them was initially at 135, and he couldn't make the 140 weight, just like Adrian Broner did. Now, let's go into the actual X's and O's of this boxing match. 
a lot of people was underestimating Javante Tank Davis' defense because we haven't seen it. Haven't seen it to the test. You can say that he used to lose a few rounds, uh, taking a few punches just to get that one good shot off. And Ryan, and Ryan Garcia had punch, major punching power to say that, well, Tank is definitely can't take this punch. Do we have enough defense to weather the storm? Answers was answers was pretty much answered. Questions were pretty much answered when Javante Tate Davis went to the Pernell Whitaker like up and down changing levels and pretty much made Ryan Garcia throw his damn right and left shoulder out of place, throwing the wild ass hooks to get the goddamn left uppercut and also his fatal body shot in the seventh round. Now Y'all probably wondering why I was so calm and knew that Tank was going to win. Well, simple, simple, double math. Look at his prior opponents. Was there anybody there that remotely showed the punching power that Javante Tate Davis had? No, sir. None. No, sir. His last two fights was against Southpaws, being that Fortuna was a great Southpaw with, you know, a little pop, but he came from 130 and fought this man at 140. Something that he was kind of mad about with Javante Davis, him having to drop him down in weight, but he also asked somebody to jump two weight classes to fight him. Mm -hmm. But that's neither here nor there. So, who Javante Tank Davis fought? Okay, let's see. He fought. Two right-handed boxers with tremendous punching power. One being the regular 140 champ being Super Mario Barrios. And also, Rolis Romero, who has tremendous boxing, I mean, tremendous punching power in either hand. To the point where Javante Tank Davis thought his own camp was setting him up to get knocked out. <laughs> we started a feud and we talk about how the beautiful moment at the end of the boxing match to bring her one tear to my eye like glory and Denzel Washington. But we seen this man get tested. Not only in the boxing ring, but in fucking life. Life hit this man harder than a dog on light skinned girl blocking a man after he gave her the wrong color shoes. Javante Tank Davis surrounded by old school boxers. <laughs> Being that. <laughs> that was a good one, right? Fuck with me. Old niggas, we gonna cook. But Javante Tank Davis is surrounded by old school boxers. Being Floyd Mayweather, uh, Leonard Ellaby, not a necessarily old school boxer, but an old school boxing promoter. And having the great Calvin Ford, who's been represented. In the great show, The Wire, that we love and have today. You know, not only that he has great boxing acclimate, but he has great life acclimate that Kevin Ford has showed the right to riches lifestyle twice being the kingpin of Baltimore, going to jail, coming back, working at a restaurant, and end up running a Fortune 500 company from being a convicted felon. If that don't show you how to be resilient, I don't know what will. So him just testing that in the ring showed, you know, that he's not only a warrior, but also a thinking man fighter. Ryan's whole promotion was that Tank was dumb. 
He didn't show that shit in the ring when your dumb ass shot the door and wild ass punch in the second <laughs> round and got knocked down, didn't he? Got too now, now, you know, the X's and O's was it was pretty much Tank parried with the right hand to keep off Ryan left hook, which is a jab hand that y'all everybody was talking about, that that left hand was going to doggone do damage. But Tank had the perfect defense about it, which should be scary for the rest of the 135ers. Out there like Shakur Stevenson, the Devin Haney, the Lomachinkos, the the uh, Martins, and the list goes on and on to the up and coming 135. But I want to touch on this. We should not, we should not discredit Ryan Garcia. That was a real legitimate little shot. That not only that he would have fell down on, but the grace above him fell down, which was his two promoters that didn't show up to the fucking press conference. <laughs> <laughs> This was <laughs> fucking Oscar De La Hoya and Bernard Hopkins with, with some fucking poetry. <laughs> My bad. But don't go, Oscar De La Hoya went down with the same punch by the nigga that co promoted. <laughs> if you don't believe me, YouTube it. <laughs> so now, it's undisputed to know that. With Canelo winding down and taking, just picking up cab drivers to fight that. Who want to get the ride from John? <laughs> so Canelo out there finding Uber drivers to fight in Guadalajara, Mexico. Because even if this nigga lose, he wins. Cause even if the nigga win, he gonna lose. <laughs> Cause y'all think the cartel gonna let this nigga make it out? <laughs> Damn, I think call this nigga Austin Theory. Hey, <laughs> I'm just calling nigga John Ryder. And where they at? Guadalajara, Mexico. That's all I'm gonna say. Cause these niggas listen. But anyway, it's it's the new four horsemen out there in the 135 division. With some of them coming, some one came up. Shakur Stevenson and one coming down. Well, might be leaving out, which is Devin Haney. And we got to see what this May 20th fight, you know. Uh, but um, needless to say, on half of the Javante Tate Davis, not only that he acclimated great boxing skills and punching power that he always did, but the fact that he stuck with the money team, displaying even a brand new the money team tattoo embracing Mayweather, showing black love and boxing, yes, sticking sir. together. Yes, sir. You know, no matter what, him and Leonard Ellamy, him more so bringing up his whole team. That's the story that needs to be displayed. I don't mean to interrupt Go you ahead. real quick. You're not on Twitter, right? No. Okay, don't go on it. Okay. Because I'm going to make an announcement for you. Okay. Okay, continue. Right. Continue. And also, what needs to be displayed that on this <laughs> undercard, the Upton Boxing Gym was 4-0. On that same pay-per-view that Javante Tank Davis, well, not reclaimed, but claimed the title of the king of boxing right now. And also, to end it, they have been on his, on Ryan Garcia's, I'm going to use his name right now because we also know that it's really the tank. But Ryan Garcia's (laughs) pay-per-view debut, he has been, he has... (laughs) Set a record of being placed fifth all time on pay per view buys, mm-hmm. breaking the number of 1.4 million buys mm-hmm. with 
websites out there that we love and <laughs> 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 and, and jailbroken fire fire sticks, let alone that let people still bought 1.4 million people in the United States still um bought the pay-per-view and having a live gate the the top 10 live gate of all time of 25 million dollars they have generated 125 million dollars together so that should be round of applause for both of those two young brothers yes. and I love to see Ryan Garcia back in the ring soon against you know maybe Cambosos I love to see him, Cambosos, maybe Cambosos go up to 140. Regis Progray mm. go up to uh, mm. 140. Maybe he get a tune-up before he fight Regis Progray for the 140 belt. And, you know, the sky's the limit for uh, Tank Davis, and I'm, I'm happy for it. I'm happy to see that they, that the, uh, it'll end it with this one, finally. Um, happy to see what they said was going to be the gentleman of boxing, and they used it for the uplifting of boxing, social media. These kids had one of the best promotions out there, being that they was with the Kai Siente dude from Brooklyn, New York. Well, New York, I don't know what barrel. They was on Complex, um, Twitch. Tank yeah. was on Twitch on fucking Call of Duty. Yeah. Doggone, Ryan Garcia was back to hot boxing again. Million dollar worth of game. All the smoke. Doggone, it was just a big promotion, so I love to see that with boxing. I'm excited for boxing. Hopefully, the other, the others out there take heed to this. And I'm not trying to throw them names, Errol Spence and Bud Crawford. Um, hope y'all take <laughs> heed to this and make another memorable moment because we need a big boxing match in June. And also, hopefully, the, the rumors of the big Super Duper card is true in Saudi Arabia yes, in December. That was one of the most. That was one of the that best segment. That was a nice little segment. I might be biased. That might be top five we've done on this episode. On, 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 this, on this brand. All freestyles. I was not playing. No, you didn't pay <laughs> Shit. There might be an offset. <laughs> the Black Guy Boxing Podcast with D-Max Hardy. That was tremendous. God damn. Appreciate it. Let me play that song one more time. <laughs> and this concludes the boxing segment. Same time. Same boxing time, same boxing network. So kids, remember, keep those chin down and eyes up. Keep it up, kids. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, as a kid, that's just that shit. Bro, you can wake up <laughs> in the middle of the night, like if like my grandmother used to leave HBO on, and like if that shit popped on, I would wait. I don't care who the fuck was fighting, bro. I'll wake up. You watch it, yeah, absolutely. That's the first time I seen my first boxing match I seen outside of Tyson was uh Diego Corrales. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Diego Corrales, bro. And then um they used to do this other shit, um KO after dark. Y'all remember oh, that my shit? God, With yes. Ed Lover? Yes, yes. Shit, I remember growing up, my dad used to watch the Tuesday night fights. Yes. Yeah, man. On ESPN. But I do have some breaking news, gentlemen. Yes, sir. There is a new signing in AEW. Oh, where? Roderick Strong. Really? Yes, sir. Roderick oh, Strong Roger is a, up there. Roderick Strong. He's with the homies. Yes, Roderick Strong. He's with the homies. <laughs> he came out and saved uh, Orange Cassidy. Orange? Yeah. That is not expected. Yeah. 
Like, just show you. And that nigga MMA fighter? Okay. Yeah. Dude, Roger. Yeah, which one? No, that's Fish. Yeah, that's uh, the old man. Yeah. That's the old man. Yeah. Why <laughs> nigga? At least I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's still not signed by them. <laughs> also, I found it very interesting earlier today that Adam Cole was tweeting Kyle O'Reilly. I saw that. Dun, 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 dun. Are they about to bring them niggas back? Hold on. We haven't done it in a while. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't done it in a while, boys. Hey, <laughs> it's been a while, boys. <laughs> One of the greatest, greatest things ever. Tidbit, uh, Ted DiBiase Jr. got yeah, fuck that nigga. Got him <laughs> charges. As he should. I thought he was a pastor. No, his dad's a pastor, but I'm pretty sure he about to get clapped too. Pastors be the worst ones. Yes, right. but uh, we can we can go on a snowfall. Yes. Uh, snowfall. How's everyone feeling, man? How how's everyone feeling about the finale? Well, but we ain't talking about this in a minute. How are you feeling about the last two episodes? Let's go with that, bro. That nigga went off his fucking rocker, bro. And I started, I started seeing that shit when he sold the South Central um, units. Yeah, like when, crackhead. Yeah, yeah, he I, sold them for pennies. Right, bro. I, 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 that's when I said, "I'm like, yeah, bro, he bullshitting, bro." And he started growing that beard, not giving a fuck about how he dressed and shit. Then clean up the crib. I was like, "This nigga here tripping, but peaches, bitch ass." <laughs> hey, Franklin say. Franklin say. What's up, homie? He should have shot his ass. I mean, he could have shot the right thing because he yeah. had the money, but that's what he should have shot him right there. Bow. Well, he should have let that nigga leave, bro. The, the damn. Oh, uh, Miguel? Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, rest in peace to Miguel. Yeah, I wanted Miguel to make it, but I knew he wasn't going to make it. My favorite scene in the whole last two episodes was this right. <laughs> hey, mom. <laughs> you know, uh, so listen. <laughs> she fucked me. She robbed me. Damn, some vacuum. That's all my list. Now, I got top notch looking for it, but you know, this, this, this is what that bitch does. So it might take me a while to find her, but I'm gonna fucking find her. I promise you that. <laughs> but, but, but until I do, until I do. You knew the man, he was desperate the way he was sweating. I'm mm-hmm. going for you, so look, I got some documents that I Probably just got you to shower. I just need your son on the ship over to me. The motherfucker let the money okay. the money take over, man. Started drinking. Now right, here's my favorite part. <laughs> Mama, listen to me. I'm, I'm sorry, but you never get out of here. This nigga said it to his mom. <laughs> Oh, oh. Oh. What kind of 
I started laughing because I was uncomfortable. No. He sounded like a fiend, bro. seen the, the talks of everyone. Why did people think this was going to have a happy ending? Because niggas go, niggas see what they see on social media mm-hmm. and they think, oh yeah, that's how we're supposed to be living, you know what I mean? We're going to give us money, you know what I mean? We Think about being a generation of kids that don't know like we know. My thing is, what about that last season? If anything that happened, in any way of his behavior and the way that he was acting led you to believe <laughs> that he was going to have a happy ending. The man poured hot oil on a CIA agent. Yeah. And he, they, oh, he's just going to give him the money. They probably would have killed him right then and there. <laughs> that transfer was not going through. <laughs> Bro, I can't believe people out here like, like yo, I can't believe Sissy, man. Why? Sissy could have waited 10 more seconds. No, Sissy could have waited 10 more seconds. And then everybody dead. Everybody. <laughs> everybody dead. What are you talking about? That don't make no damn sense. You had to like the CIA just go up and forget that and let him live. You know why they didn't kill him afterwards? Because he had the KGB news. He had something to trade. Yeah. <laughs> and since he's in jail for murder of the CIA. Man, they really just became homeless. Also, bro. Y'all should have seen that this nigga had addictive behaviors because he got addicted to money. His mm-hmm. daddy was a fucking wine. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then got down. Chit. That's it. But that nigga. <laughs> that nigga. That nigga. He's been displaying addictive ass behaviors. But also, how do you gonna think it, this shit was supposed to have a happy ending when this shit was based off another drug dealer that went to jail? Now, I ain't gonna lie. He having a good ending right now because he's a boxer promoter right now. Oh. He got oh, a. I ain't gonna, yeah, he yeah, yeah. He got a. Uh, Ricky Ross. Yeah, he yeah. got um Anthony Peterson. Yeah, who's not to say in a television storyline that Franklin doesn't get his shit together? Apparently, there's a spinoff coming. Yes, yeah, so a Wanda spinoff. Yes, in yeah. her and Gone. I'm not sure. She did mention nah, something about uh, the record label show. shit. I mean, she did mention something about music in the episode. Yeah, but I'm, I'm sure see, it's gonna be about the shelter too. I would yeah, like to see Franklin sure. be like the. The, the alcoholic that pops up from time to time. <laughs> hey, Wanda. <laughs> you got Leon's number? <laughs> Duh. I thought it was ended perfectly. I thought they landed that joint. Yeah. Great. My man also made it out. I was so happy yeah. for him. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was happy for. I ain't even talking about nobody else. Being a wrestling fan, that yeah. nigga had to get yeah. out of this shit. You know what? A wrestling fan, true, a wrestling fan, when Oso was walking away and he said the same the first thing that popped up, he was like, El Santo. <laughs> that's yeah. what I was like, ah, right here. But yeah, oh, so Leon made it. Yep. Leon survived. I did not think Leon was going to make it. I did not think that. I was, I was, didn't I think, think this nigga was going to make it. <laughs> he barely makes it. <laughs> I didn't think, uh, I'm happy that the other uh, smart nigga made it. The smart nigga didn't yeah, live. Yeah, he did make it. I did not expect that. Uh, was Less old. people died than I expected. Yo, did. Did Franklin sell out Louie by calling the DEA? What was that? Yes. Okay, so I was just being like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he definitely snitched. Yes, he, that is exactly what he good, did. Yeah, good, I was happy about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Hey, it is what it is, man. He saved his own neck. Yeah. And then he told and he told her with like a few seconds before he Excellent. up. <laughs> Excellent. No, nah, man, Snowfall is a fantastic show, man. Snowfall was great. And it on with Kendrick's Pride. Shit. Right? After he after he won he basically had his pride is keeping him from doing anything. That part was all oh, massive. That was tough. Boys in the hood. Oh yeah, yeah. I, 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 I got that so much. Yeah. I was like, yo, that shit. Was shit, that part, that last part. You're my best fucking friend, mm-hmm. and I'm proud. proud of you. Y'all seen like I'm free. Yeah. yeah. Y'all seen that? Yeah. That was like one of his first lines. Yeah, he said yeah. it to uh, Melody in the first season. Yeah, there was a lot of things that turned that yeah. went back from the first yeah. season. He was at the liquor store where he where he used to work at. He was he saw his dad being an alcoholic there, and yeah, man. But you know what? And it started on it started and ended on the same street. And you know what? Mm-hmm. If you think I've I've encountered homeless people that have that same mindset, like they feel free, like you know, obviously they they I'm sure that they do want like the comfort of knowing like where you can lay your head at every night, you know, mm-hmm. somewhere warm. But like some people feel like they're free. Yeah. By Absolutely. just escaping like the the social norms. Absolutely. Um, yeah, man. Good ass show, bro. Good ass ending. I don't understand why people. Well, let me phrase it. I understand because people live in a fairy tale where they think that they was like, why couldn't he? Why couldn't he made it up? No, how the no, fuck? No, no, no. Stop being unrealistic. What they gonna teach the up the babies <laughs> that be invested in shows and think this shit real? And it's the it, and this shit that was a realistic ending. Right. There's niggas in the eighties. Nineties that were big drug dealers, and then usually what happens to them? You either go to jail, but die. die, or end up like them. There, there are very few happy endings in this shit. Very, very few and far between. And that was important. People needed to see that. So I understand. Get over it. Y'all be alright. Then the people had some nerve. They said that everybody just turned against them at the end. No, nigga, no. Himself. He did it to himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so now we're having sympathy for Franklin. Right. Fuck out of here. That man. video you sent me when they was showing all the things Franklin did. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, you know how long ago all that shit was? You think it was so art so everything so he get no accountability. No, no, no Franklin's no. insane. They, they think he was a saint. Yep. Leon killed the baby. I mean, yes, then he killed By the baby. But it wasn't his fault. I was gonna say he had he had instant regret when Yeah, he indeed. Who that, that was uh what's we call the baby, right? Uh, it was uh, Scully's baby. Scully, yeah, yeah. Was her name Khadija? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? Rest in peace to Fat Bat. <laughs> Yo, she tortured Fat Bat. Yeah, that just bad. Fat Bat went out. Rest in peace to Man Boy. No. That nigga was funny. And he performed. I thought he was really funny. Yeah, he's being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, I was happy to see him die. <laughs> I was. You awesome. know what? Rest in peace to Uncle Jerome, man. Mm-hmm. That was real. Yeah, rest in peace to a real nigga, dog. <laughs> Hell yeah, bitch nigga, bitch nigga. Teach a nigga how to squat. That's funny. Squat? My friend Jessica Bitch. listened to that when that episode was like, she was like, I appreciate y'all having a little dance for us. That's what Yeah, Ron was, he was legit the realest nigga on there. Because he cared about his family, bro. He did. He that did. Last, that last scene he had with, uh, before. With Louis? Uh, yeah, oh my God. <laughs> yo, he was like, my man said, yo. It's like, I'm done. I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of fucking shooting and kept trying to kill my family. Mm-hmm. My man said, maybe you love me enough to leave this shit too. Yep. And that bitch said no. Nope. And then the nigga was like, yo. He said, I'd have been left, but then you'd be dead. <laughs> so I stayed. <laughs> For your dumb ass. 
because you fucked up. It's and it's not your fault that you fucked up. You just fucked up. That was one of the real. Yo, that, he was keeping it real. That's also what I knew. This nigga was dying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this nigga, when he I, was like, "Yeah, I'll go, I'll go do handle that run at the end." I slick thought Oso was gonna die too, though. On that, thought, that that second to last episode. Yeah, I, I thought I thought Oso was about to get. I thought he was a fucking goner, bro. I didn't think he was gonna die. I thought he might have went to prison when they got when they had when the DEA was like, "Fuck it, we're not taking you. We just gonna go lock you up now." Yeah. And then the KGB dude came. But yeah, excellent. I thought the show was great. Y'all wildin' trying to say that it, it's on par with the wire though. Y'all wildin'. Wildin'. Big wildin'. Absolutely wildin'. That's just how oh, I feel personally. No. I don't want to hear cheeseburgers. What's cheeseburger doing? This is the most stupid lawsuit I've ever seen. You're being paid to play a character. You chose this job. Quit. <laughs> Quit whining and do your job. Cheeseburger, no! Maybe it's bad writing, but it was still written for you by your boss. This isn't lawsuit worthy whatsoever. Cheeseburger, no. They are blaming his ass. Up. As they should! <laughs> the first thing I put, cheeseburger, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they need to do? They about to make this nigga well done by the end of this shit. Come on, bro. Damn. Oh, somebody called him Krabby Patty. <laughs> Yo, cheeseburger gotta stop, man. Damn. Hey, bro. I'm trying to let people know. You ain't gotta tweet everything you think, bro. Sometimes just stop. Put that shit in the drafts. Keep it there. It's okay. Stop oh, it. Me... Get some help. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Fall it back. Fall it back. Fall it back. Okay. Fall it back. We're good. We're good. Oh, we're good. This is not the real cheeseburger. Oh, thank this God. This is not the real cheeseburger. Woo! This is cheeseburger. Not real, this is not the real cheeseburger. I ain't think so, this man. Is not the real okay. Cheeseburger. I was gonna say, damn, cheeseburger. What oh the my God. Was, yes, it is. Cause I saw Matt, I, I clicked on his profile and it said MAGA. I was like, MAGA. Oh, I ain't cheese. And then yes, yeah, yeah, we're good. Yeah, it's not cheeseburger. All right, mm-hmm. Woo. I got scared. I got scared there. Damn, it's not cheeseburger. All right, boys, we got anything else left? Nope. That was it. I'm good. That was it. You can um, find me at Relate the Leaf. Follow the pod pages on Instagram and Twitter at BGW Pod. You can find me at Pandora, uh, Twitter on Poetic Scotland and on Instagram, Scotland underscore Underwood. Find me following my dreams. If, I, hey. if I'm not doing that, hey. yeah. you can find me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at DMAC Target. Yes, sir. We're on the road to uh, 129. 129. The uh, go home show number two. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. indeed. And you get the predict you get the uh the finger title. Yeah. Yes indeed. Taking this bitch on a plane with me. Nah, you gotta lose. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, nah, you gotta lose. No sir. You gotta lose, buddy. You gotta lose. <laughs> International travels. So, so, somebody somebody gotta beat you. Oh uh, no so, sir. Yes, Take sir. This Take this back. be like Jay Cargill retaining. <laughs> nah. And on that note, we are out. Peace out. To my, to my world.